Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. You know who the fuck I am. This is AC, (laughs) goddammit. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me as always. It's my main man Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports brought to you by the Loudmouth Network. Scott, ready to tap this cake of sports knowledge, bruh? You pump, I'll pour. Deal, man. <laughs> I'm not white or black. I'm Scott. <laughs> I was gonna use uh, I was gonna use that clip from the the Jay Z song to, okay. to drop it, and then I was like, mm, "No, <laughs> probably not a good idea." They'd be monitoring that shit. Yeah, title would be like, "You owe us everything." <laughs> we not own Craft Root Sports. Congratulations! This is Craft Root Sports, brought to you by Jay Z's Network. <laughs> brought to you by Title and owners owned by Jay Z. It would just be uh, we'd probably get way more fans. That's true. <laughs> we should. That would done be a boo- boost. Fuck. <laughs> Rewind it back to the beginning. Restart the show. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. Another another week. Yeah, man. Another. That's all I got. Another week. Another week. <laughs> Although at least shit is happening for us to talk about. Another week closer to actual games, though. Less just yes. talking about stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, we did this last year where we were like, I hope we can get through the summer. We feel more confident this time around. This summer has been so much more generous to yeah, us. Yeah, the the dumbass athlete gods have been smiling on us. Good work. Everybody saw that. They did. <laughs> that blunder. <laughs> and it'll happen here in, whoop, on the live feed. There it goes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sloppy-ass McSlopperson over here. Bill commenting on our, uh, on our baseline to kick off the show said the baseline is tight, yo. That shit is tight, son. <laughs> I mixed that myself, Bill. You're welcome. Anybody need some... Mad some beats from the lab. Dope beats hit me up. <laughs> Go ahead. Give me the Tyson comment for that. For that line right there. Tyson doesn't have a comment yet. He just joined, so... It'll you know what his comment is. Say it now. <laughs> oh, you are a white motherfucker. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you meant something specific, because usually no. he hits me up with something specific, but no. no. You meant the generic yeah. standard well, can. After version. I said, if you need dope beats, hit me up. That was your wide open door to come in with that one. You That was pretty damn white. <laughs> you were definitely white. You are not OJ. <laughs> All right, man. What are we drinking today? Uh, we finally found pumped. it. Tyson says thank you. Uh, <laughs> right off the bat, he walks and in. And Tyson's gone. <laughs> well, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, we finally were able to locate and track down, though, Entropic Theory from Mad Tree. Super pumped for this beer, yes. man. Uh, so Our IPA uh, tour continues. Yeah. Hashtag IPA month that had a little break, but it's fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Entropic Theory was, um, was a beer that Mad Tree had kind of come up with. Based uh, 
based on just trying different things. Like they they call it their tree tree search or tree house lab or something like that, where they just try different ways to make an IPA, mm-hmm. uh, different recipes and things like that. So that's where they came up with the entropic theory, and they combined with iSpace, which is a nonprofit uh, company that raises money for STEM education programs mm. so that's where the name came from of entropic theory talking about how oh, out of chaos comes something and it's science stuff so weird science <laughs> <laughs> uh but they actually did uh the kids have no idea what i just said no no clue no. they were they just turned the show off <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this beer is uh so when they first released it uh, proceeds had gone to iSpace, so they were. Uh, I I always think that's cool when a brewery releases beers and combines with some sort of community effort to help out their community. And that's what Matry said about this beer: is beer builds the community, and they mm-hmm. want the community to build the beer. So right. they they are willing to partner. And Listerman's done that too. They came out with their Fiona beer, where they they raised money for the Cincinnati Zoo. I know you're not. Fuck that hippo. I know you're like, thank God that rhino was born. Maybe I, I shut really people was. Up. <laughs> I really was excited. Damn hippo. Although I will say, I told Nero today that the first Fiona inspired thing that uh, I, I gave thumbs up of approval. The Grater's uh, Chunky Hippo, whatever the hell, ice cream. Oh, yeah, cream the thing. ice cream. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really good. Nice. Really good. So that's, awesome. that's fine. But I feel like they could have made a – it called it something else without the hippo, <laughs> but whatever. Since it, it does have her name attached to it, that's the first stamp of approval. The Scott Kaiser stamp of approval that anything Fiona-based gets. Damn hippo. Well, I haven't tried them, but the Fiona beers from Listerman's are supposed to be really good. I've heard good things. I – I haven't. It's an IPA too, though, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should track that down. Good luck. Yeah, um, it's harder to find than yeah, this. Yeah. If and any this is of tough. the uh, if any of the guys on the the Cincinnati Craft Brew Group want to send us some Fiona, we'll 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 pay for it. I'm not going to just steal no, somebody's beer. <laughs> you give us free beer. You do it now. You you give me beer. Uh, but this one so far, man. First impressions of this one, I'm pretty impressed i don't know if it's because i'm growing as an ipa fan over the last couple weeks and over the last couple beers we've had but this one doesn't seem as hoppy as i would expect from a mad tree beer Mm. you're saying it is hoppy pretty hoppy Mm. not easter bunny hoppy but it's pretty. maybe i'm just more evolved than you are at this point Uh, let's not go that far (laughs) one you know that's not true and two it's just that's it well, we no, I mean, I don't know how well it'll do. I, last week, we I mentioned my preference was to have something else kind of mixed in to mute the happiness mm-hmm. a little bit. There isn't anything that's carrying that along. It's There's nothing. Now they you do got have, the hops and you got the barley and you got the water. <laughs> so according to Madry's website, they they do say that there's aromas of orange, peach, and apricot that uh, apricot. That you get. Yeah, apricot. Yeah. The fuck's an apricot? <laughs> you mean apricot? No, an apricot. Huh. <laughs> Judges? Apricot. That's a that's what I fucking call it. Do you call it a G-rape? <laughs> no, it's a grape. Apricot. What's the what's the animal at the zoo? The is that an app? No, it's an ape. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to beef on this one. 
apricot. <laughs> I like how we pick the dumbest shit to argue about. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I never heard sports, you say apricot. Sports-wise, so. we're like, no, that's a good point, man. That's a good point. And then this one, we go Pronunciations. all Pronunciations. Like, yeah, we go all... Throwdown mode. <laughs> we, all go, we go Democrat, Republican. We're like, fuck you. I ain't even talking to you anymore. You call it apricot. Right. <laughs> apricot. Yeah, I'm standing by that one. I don't give a shit. Here's Tyson already talking shit about the getting iced. He did mention this to me earlier in the week while we were in the pisser together that I can remember all sorts of random asshole like Sacramento Kings or I can name all sorts of Cuban baseball players but cannot name 20 black hockey players and going to get iced for the billionth time. In your defense, I think you've named all 20 of them. No, I think last week we proved that that's not true There's because there's some on the very bottom of the list that I've just never named. There, oh, and it's only right. probably like five, but I, I think I've like, named the whole list except for about five of them. Oh, I just see, I feel never, like never gotten when it's counted. I feel like you've hit everyone at some point. Just not you can't put it all together. No, it's. I feel like I've struggled. Oh, all right. Well, then, good. <laughs> Fuck you. Then I'm glad. Further away than I thought you were. I will throw an apricot at you. <laughs> Boom! Bill coming to the rescue. The internet says it's pronounced apricot. Yeah, well, fuck you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Uh, you know what? Maybe you might be right about this whole Mayweather-McGregor fight, Bill. I'm on your side now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so you're Y'all you're can pronounce little... words wrong with the guy who can't ever make picks right. Congratulations. <laughs> this asshole says tom- tomato, too. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't say that. I feel like you do. <laughs> I do say exit, though. Instead of exit, I, d- exit? I know that's a weird one. Yeah, exit like, like you're fucking Canadian. Like if you're yeah, if you're going down the highway, it's oh, it's a it, oh, exit, there's the exit, exit twenty three. Oh, there's the exit. My wife makes fun hey, of me for that one. There's the exit. Eh? What do you call the thing at the grocery store that you put the food in while you're walking around? The cart. Oh, I go buggy. It's a buggy. Let's get it to fucking. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm learning entirely too much about you, and none of it is good. This might be the last week of the oh show, everybody, God. so yeah, please the, stick around. This last episode, as always, though, is brought to you by Upper Deck. And it's uh, brought to you by Upper it, Deck? Yeah, yeah, that's how flustered you've got me. Can't even get this read right. This is Upper Deck, my friends, and it is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you can still keep the audiobook. To get the free audiobook. Audiobook and test out the Audible service. Go to audibletrial.com slash craftbreedsports. It's audibletrial.com slash craftbreedsports, or just go to our website, craftbreedsports.com. Click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. All right. Uh, so, a lot of times here on uh, Upper Deck, we try to find the obscure stories and the ones that make us laugh and the ones that you may not have heard because they just kind of get buried. Sometimes there's not even much of a point. Like, I, I like to point out last week's. Yeah. Was that last week's or the week before last with the prostitute and the LSU? That was last week. Okay, yeah. yeah. Where it's just like, yep, that happened. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Prostitute <laughs> and a dude and climbed, climbed into the stadium and that's it. Uh, and then sometimes we just have to hit the bigger ones and. It's mostly because they're awesome, but also because there's not a lot going on. This is one of those times, but the juice is loose, everybody. The juice is loose. By now, all of you know, OJ is granted his parole yesterday, and come October 1st, he'll be released from prison. But that's not the story here. The story that popped up prior to him getting released, I think this was Monday, maybe Tuesday, and I feel like it got buried. No, 
Not the one that you might have also heard about. About him. About maybe, the juice being loose? Yeah, about him maybe <laughs> squeezing himself a little too tight in prison and getting caught. Not that one. That also was fake news. But this one, this one is uh, funnier, actually, to, to a certain degree, because when he first got to prison, he might have not even been able to get to a chance where he had parole. That's because a former corrections officer told USA Today Sports that he used to work in the prison where OJ was held and that one of his colleagues was going to write up Simpson for having contraband. That contraband, you ask? A cookie. Now, you're thinking, what the (laughs) fuck could a cookie prevent him from getting parole? Well, because uh, another inmate had taken a cookie from the kitchen and given it to OJ, and OJ got caught eating it and having anything outside of the cafeteria or anywhere else inside the prison that you're not supposed to have something is considered contraband. And so having been caught with it, he could have gotten written up and that's what the corrections officer was intent on doing until she was talked out of it. And a, having a write up would have negatively affected his parole to the ability to even get it. He, yeah. he wouldn't have even been able to get to the point where he could have parole because having a write up, especially right out of the gates, this happened just as he got in, like the first few months of him going into prison back like in 2009. It, it's like when it dings your credit report, it takes a while to get that off of there. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you did one stupid thing. You, you jacked up your credit card and maxed it out the first time you got it. And then since then, you've been good. But that first time. <laughs> They're like, nope, 500. Yeah, you 500. Gotta, you got to build that shit back up. But holy crap, could you imagine the Dude. reason being that you didn't even, you weren't even allowed to go before a parole board was for a cookie? Especially since by all all reports he's been this model prisoner right. his entire time there and like at the beginning you don't know all the rules you don't necessarily understand that you're well, and i gotta believe that you wouldn't know that having a cookie would right. be something that could yeah. get you a, like a fucking cookie. i highly doubt that when you walk in that they're like if we catch you with any fucking cookies it's got your pants <laughs> just don't do it and oj no, was like i'm gonna skirt all the rules they're probably like don't jerk off and that's the one you remember <laughs> <laughs> Until the day before your parole. Yeah. Until the night before when you decide to crank one out. Anybody watching? I'm in here touching myself. I know I'm not supposed to do this. <laughs> no cookies are in here, though. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no contraband. Totally fine. Reminds me of Home Alone. <laughs> I'm eating ice cream and watching dead movies. You better come and get me. Oh, man. My so, favorite, yeah. Crazy. My favorite story that came out of the whole OJ thing this week was that... Uh, they talked to guards who used to work there, and they said that all the guards called him Nordberg throughout his whole time. What? <laughs> his I character from Naked Gun. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I was. They'd walk by and be like, "What's up, Nordberg?" <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is fucking one of my stuff. favorite stories was that came out was that he was commissioner of the uh, softball oh, the league. Softball league, the yeah. Softball yeah. league. <laughs> I, I, I feel like. I could pick a better commissioner than OJ. Also, uh, yesterday when they were doing an interview with one of the guys that uh, was another parole officer there, said that he copied OJ's fantasy lineup one time. (laughs) Saw his fantasy lineup and copied it. And he said that every year – he won the championship that year. Said that every time he used OJ's fantasy team, he won. And he said it was 
like seven years running that OJ just I'm, has this insane football. Knowledge. It all makes sense now. Uh, that guard was the one that was going to write him up for the cookie and was going to keep him in jail so that, <laughs> that he could keep the, winning the that was the, the fantasy was, league. If you help me. <laughs> that, that was right. He it was a she, but could you imagine if that was like I will not write you up, but you got to help me with fantasy for the entire time you're in here. That sounds like something out of a, an episode of the league. Like I could yes. see that script being written of like. We're going to keep this Before guy the last season when shit just went off the rails. Well, I, I feel like the last two seasons, they went really uh, Dirty Randy and Rafi heavy. Oof, it uh, was rough. The, the ending was rough. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to tell you that uh, I've lived a conflict-free life. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I have. Nobody's ever accused me of uh, attacking them with a violent weapon. <laughs> just want to let you know that. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm also not OJ, so there's that. Those are oh, a couple of moments that were cringeworthy during that parole hearing. Also, when he raised his voice, I thought for sure, well, he's going back. He, he, he had a tone problem. Have your parents tell you, check your tone. I, I had that moment. I, I seriously said it at work. I said, OJ, tone, man, what are you doing? Because he got very testy when it's like, oh, uh, your property. No, they determined it was my property. Whoa, whoa, no reason oh, to get heavy-handed with it, OJ. But yes, OJ back on the streets. Hide your mothers, hide your daughters. <laughs> or do nothing, because, I, I mean, unless your name is Ron Golden or Cole Brown, I hasn't really had any issues. <sighs> That's a good point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. Too soon? Too soon. Uh, <laughs> checking Facebook before I get to my question on this story. Uh, Bill says he thought that a cookie was a slang term for a feminine man. <laughs> OJ got caught with the... Anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> Lindsay said she can't stay, but have fun. Thanks, Lindsay. Uh, appreciate that. Cheryl wants uh, everybody to know that you actually love Smirnoff Ice, Scott. Um, My fancy tells quote, lies. not remembering the NHL players is the only avenue that you have to drink them without being ridiculed. Thank you, Cheryl, for letting the truth come out. The truth shall set me free. <laughs> I love Smirnoff Ice. So I didn't. I can now get parole. Legit question: Why? Why does it take so long to get let out after you've been granted parole? Like he doesn't get out oh. until October first. Why is there that delay? One of my coworkers and I, I believe that I just figured this out when in the course of the last few days when they talked about everything. So when you get, you have to have the hearing right, mm-hmm. and there's the delay because you're uh, eligible for parole on a certain day, and then there's all the transitions that you have to go through. So So they have the hearing. Yeah, because if they don't have the hearing and then the day after you're let out, because it's still, there's still a time. Like, he wasn't eligible for parole until until October October 1st. That makes sense. So nobody knew that. And I I originally thought that, but when I was (laughs) listening to everything that was being said, I kind of just pieced it together that, oh, he's eligible for that day, and they have this parole hearing prior to so that they can make sense arrangements and it's not just a okay well you can walk out of here from the meeting right i mean there would be it's kind of i think most people like set you up for myself and maybe i'm just dumb but that's what i thought it was was like once you had your parole hearing well before this whole thing happened and when they said the data i thought "Hmm, why is it but through the course of listening to all the experts and listening to all the legal things that were going on the last 24 hours i kind of just pieced it together yeah they want they want you to actually be successful on your parole, so they kind of try to set you up for success. Yeah. And they feel like rather than just letting you out that that day, there's a lot of things that should be in place. Right. So there's time for that, and there's time. God, but there's also fun, the I'm, date. I'm such a fucking cynic. Because in my head, 
the, my thought was they wanted to keep you in longer. So you could fuck up. For their so last... you could fuck up. And, I did actually and think. And then it's like, oh, more money for us. Well, <laughs> I did actually think. So what if you fuck up in between? The, I but I saw he's in protective custody. So I ah. think they make sure that you don't fuck up by putting him. Because I saw that today where he's in protective custody. Put you back in general population. Right. Because yeah. you don't want. they. If that's the case, then then they really are trying to rehabilitate and get him out. Right. Instead of. Well, we we're gonna ride this this cash. Well, they said there was cheers that let out and everything when that thing was announced. I think he was a pretty popular guy. I'm I sure nobody's somebody, messing with OJ. I, 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 well, I imagine that there's probably a few guys that are a little bitter or would try to you know. But for the most part, yeah, he's, he's been a he's good golden. guy in there, right. so he hasn't tried right. to shank anybody. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> All right. Well, there's your OJ news. He's out. Uh, moving on. This story came out this week, and this one's – bear with me on it because it, it gets dark right off the bat, but it ends up kind of being funny. So we learned this week that hatred for a team can run real deep. Just ask me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this story could be about Scott if something horrible happened to him. So there was a man from Columbus, Ohio, who was out uh, in the Republic of Georgia for business a car that he was in flipped into a 50-foot ravine, rolled several times, hit a tree. It killed two of the five people that were in the car. The man named Zach Lawrence broke a few ribs. He had internal bleeding, suffered a massive head injury. He was in a coma. It's a horrible, horrible car accident, horrible situation. Uh, his family went over there to check on him, raised a ton of money on GoFundMe or whatever, brought him back to the States. Doctors took a look at him told him he's likely never going to come out of the coma. Um, They said, prepare to remove the feeding tube in six months to a year. So very sad situation. The guy has a couple kids. Uh, That was in April, though. Zach has been showing signs of improvement throughout all this time. He's been keeping his eyes open more. He's been smiling at his kids, making sounds. So he's he's definitely progressing a a lot more. Yeah, and he's very aware because... Doctors yes, gave him a little. This. They gave him a little test recently. The old um, litmus test here. They gave him a machine, and the machine had two buttons: one for yes, one for no. And the doctors asked him, "Do you like Michigan?" And immediately, Zach hit the no button. And just to make sure there was no confusion, he hit it again. <laughs> like, really? I fucking don't like Michigan. <laughs> So the family Brain is, functions are good. <laughs> the family is looking at this as a very good sign that he's aware of what's going on and he is going to pull through. I think this is one of those stories that when I hear it, I'm like, wait, did you oh mention the whole God. fact that he's a giant OSU fan? I mean, he's from Columbus. He's I, oh, okay, no, no, no. I, I said that, yeah, I yeah. No, I, I, I was listening and I was like, did I miss the part where he's an, a giant OSU fan? So that's the whole reason. That I'm, he's a, I'm Michigan? assuming people, people can piece uh, maybe that not. together. If not, I apologize. Yes, he's a big Ohio State fan. Hates Michigan. <laughs> so cue the Ohio State fan saying, "See, even if you're brain dead, you know you hate Michigan." <laughs> but he's not brain dead. Not anymore, apparently. <laughs> I was going to say, they confirmed it. That, that sealed the deal. There's just one last test we need to perform, doctor. Do, do you like Michigan? If he hit yes, they would have been like, pull the fucking plug. He's done. Just yank it. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no hope for this, man. I love this story because it makes me feel good about hating teams. Yeah. I'm like, that shit really does run deep. Because there, there, there are times where I'm like, full body I... <laughs> Fuck them assholes. You would have a broken middle finger, and you'd be like, ah! <laughs> oh, okay, I can put it back now. 
Shout out to B Westbrook. What up, man? Oh, Brian's on? What's yeah. up, man? He said, what up, gentlemen? Hey, Brian. Good, good to hear from you, man. Good luck. Coming up. Double sessions got to be starting soon. Ugh. <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's shitty for the kids. That's, yeah. yeah. Coaches probably love that shit. <laughs> Work harder. <laughs> hey, give me puke, some water. Puke and get back in line. Come on. <laughs> Quit being a bitch. <laughs> There you go. That's that story. I thought that was a, a, a good, feel like good story. Yeah, well. I mean, it starts off really like, bad. I was going to say mostly because he's okay. <laughs> I wouldn't have done the story if he wasn't okay. Yes. <laughs> I would have been like, mm, let's find something else. We'll do another one about OJ. We'll split up that um, OJ story. Uh, unless it's a woman that dies and, you know, says she's going to haunt, haunt, haunt the team forever. So this guy had died, but somewhere in his obit he had mentioned that he was going to haunt Michigan because he hated him that much. Then it would have been. Would have done good. it, yeah. Would have swung that way. <laughs> All right, it's been a while, but da 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 Cap, he's back, y'all. And this week, uh, this is another one of those big stories old. that you probably heard about by now, but Mike Vick gave his hot take on what uh, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> needs to do get back in the NFL. And if you haven't heard it, well, uh, let's just say that Mike should probably go back to the drawing board on this one. This is so dumb. Uh, this is the dumbest. On an appearance on FS1, Speak for Yourself, which probably helped him be a little dumber um vic said on kaepernick quote first thing we got to get colin to do is cut his hair end quote yeah later that's 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 it that's number one uh, yeah later in the segment vic did try to say that uh his there there was football reasons are what was also holding cat back uh and again swing and a miss mike um Mostly because it's Dude. not football reasons at all. No, it has it's, nothing to do with it. And it definitely has nothing to do with his hair. His afro or his dreadlocks, or dreadlocks, his cornrows, which Vic also played with. Yes. Yeah, that's He had cornrows and never had to deal with that, so he should know. But I heard a lot of interesting things about this, you know, with him going to prison and his mindset about, you know, speaking about getting out and the whole rehabilitation thing. So he's getting out from prison and he's thinking his mindset is... Oh, you know, I'll cut my hair, I'll change my image, I'll be, you know, in order to get back in the league, I need to change the perception of me. First thing I do, cut my hair, you know, clean up, change things that is besides just, you know, he's got to do something else. So it kind of made a little bit more sense why he would kind of think this whole thing, although Cap did tweet out a definition of Stockholm Syndrome, and that kind (laughs) this this theory kind of fits that motif. You didn't didn't see that? that? Oh, yeah. I mean, while this whole thing was kind of blowing up the day it happened, Cap doesn't say anything he hasn't said anything like this whole offseason he, he tweeted out a a picture and a, you know it was the definition of stockholm syndrome that was it there was nothing That's else he didn't such say anything a good just comeback a yeah oh my god is that but good. it kind of made sense yeah. when you think about it it's, here's it does, Vic, right who's been you know he had to go to prison had to change a lot about him and then he you know his only response to something like this is to say hey here's what you got to do and it's you basically got to become a robot. You got to do what they right. want. You got to do what they say. And everybody else realizes, no, that's that's not really. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it right now. He's not. He hasn't done anything wrong. Right. He hasn't killed any dogs. He hasn't committed any crimes. All he did was take a knee and say, oh, "I want justice for people who don't have right. justice." That's it. He yeah. pissed a lot of people he, off. Well, that's and that's what he's mainly guilty of is angering people who right. disagree with him. And I mean, but his afro has nothing to do with that. When he has yeah. it in cornrows, nothing. Right. Again, it's not. It's not like he shaves his head, and all of a sudden people are like, "Ha! You know what? You're right. Let me 
Let me let's, let's right. Get, you're right. We should. We've we seen should the error look of at our that. ways. All no. of a sudden, he's totally. It's right. totally worthwhile to have him on our team. No, I mean it. His hair really has nothing to do with. Yeah, him. that's it's and it's such a. From Vic, that's such a weird thing for him to say. It was like, so weird. He, he's since apologized and really backtracked. I mean, you have to because yeah. I'm sure people ate him for lunch on that one because it's it's just such a dumb comment. Yeah. I Nobody's know. worried about that. It, there's other reasons, and it, it's shameful, but it is what it is at this point. Well, and that's the other bad thing is when he says it's there's football reasons. No, the football reasons are like the hurt feelings behind what he's done. The people who are upset at what he's saying right. that cut the checks. Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> they don't want fans to be upset that they signed the guy who stands for this. Uh, anyways, that's yeah. fucking... It's ridiculous. But that's it's just another set of ridiculousness surrounding the entire situation. Yeah, very strange. Do you think he, get, he ends up Going somewhere mid-season, you think no. somebody picks him up? No. You think nobody no. takes a chance I, on him? I don't, I don't, I don't see this. Ha- I don't see it resolving itself before next year potentially. Wow. I just think everything's too hot. The block's too. And hot you know right what? That's the everything. that's the crazy thing because I feel like Kaepernick has has done all that he could at this point. Where I mean, he's not going out publicly and, right. and making statements and stirring the pot and like getting yeah, people riled up. he's said nothing publicly he's, since yeah, the end of the season. He has, he's done basically everything people wanted him to do. He just stopped talking and now all of a sudden that's not enough. Well, that's the thing. It was never going to be enough for those no, people. Exactly. That, that their excuses have mounted up and come back in their face. Right. They just come up with different excuses. Yeah. And now, now the the invoke thing is just say, well, it's because he, he's just not that good of a quarterback. Which, okay, he's not a top five, top ten Maybe even not top 15, but he's good enough to be a starter in the NFL on yes. somebody's team, and he's damn sure good enough to be a backup on somebody's right. team. Right, So you, th- yeah. those arguments don't don't hold water at all. Yep. Yeah. Cap. We didn't even practice that. Nope, that was pretty good. I'm pretty proud of us. Uh, let's go into some college oh, football. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> let's go into some college football news. Uh, we talked before about Tom Herman, new coach at Texas, and the piss chart that he had for his players that let them know who has championship-level hydration and who's a bad guy, underlined all caps, two exclamation points. I feel like I had non-championship <laughs> levels of hydration today. I was thirsty. It's not your fault, man. It was like 112 degrees oh. out, so nobody has championship-level hydration. rough. Well, a news story came out this week uh, about how Herman has motivated his player his players during winter workouts. So he he competed. He put players in competition against each other, which isn't out of the ordinary. A lot of coaches do that when it comes to different right. drills and uh, exercises. Standard it's like, stuff. Yeah, who can who can lift more? Whoever lifts more gets whatever. Special well, privileges. Yeah, Herman kind of took it a little bit far, I think, in in my opinion, at least. At the end of the week. The winners were given an awesome breakfast complete with, quote, crispy bacon. I bet they had apricots, too. Probably. Probably Fresh lots of apricots. apricots. Tons of apricots in that brunch. Uh, the losers, who also had to serve the winners, they were given runny eggs, burnt toast, and they were forced to eat outside in the stadium in the winter. Which, I mean, it's Texas, so it's not that cold, but it's still kind of cold to be mm. eating outside. Man up. That that's the least part of that story that yeah. bothers me is them eating outside. I think so. Here's what's crazy to me. Uh, there's another part to this too that I'll get into here in a minute. But first of all, with all of the stuff that's gone on 
over the last couple of years about athletes, college athletes specifically, saying they're going hungry, they they don't have enough money for food. To take one of their meals and basically give them shit to eat is fucking risky. Now that's the part that is that's rough. <laughs> that's You're crazy already, to in me. In some cases, a lot of these kids are already struggling to get enough to eat. And one of the meals you feed them is is runny eggs and burnt toast. Yeah, that's a ballsy move on Herman's part. It's rough. Um, I get it. His his philosophy behind this is he wants to have these guys understand that losing sucks, and because right. Texas has lost a lot, and and you In can get years, used yeah. to to losing. Uh, but he, he wants, wants to, to set a new culture. Yeah, which I don't even necessarily think that the one that uh, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Strong. Sure, thank you. I was wanted. I was like Charlie Mack. Charlie Are you gonna Mack have to now. name all the black college coaches? No, because I didn't fight to know them all. But I, for whatever reason, I wanted to call him Charlie Mack, and I was like, that's not right. Uh, anyway, yeah, that Charlie Strong had set up a bad culture. It just so happened that he just wasn't. Successful. It wasn't a right fit. Yeah, well, he was just a lot of racial components. And there stuff. was a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of that in depth. Uh, but, you know, either way, so they, they lost a lot recently. And so, yeah, you want to kind of hit the reset button, do things. Um, I saw Tom Herman's was making – Tom Herman, rather, not Herman's. <laughs> added an S, made him plural for whatever reason. <laughs> Herman was making the rounds on ESPN this week, and he was talking about uh, – did you also hear the part where he made one of his star players – had forgotten his water bottle. Yes, and made him, it goes back to the hydration yes. thing that he's all about. Yes, he's and so, he, he scolded him and made the kid cry. And the kid was, you know, remorseful. He, he ended up tying a shoestring around the water bottle and carrying it around with him. He said he hasn't forgotten since. And not only like, the kid, but he also tore apart the positions coach yes. for the kid losing it. And he made that kid come to a four thirty a.m. workout at the stadium. Yes, he had to run steps. And then clean the locker room and then go to a 6 a.m. meeting. Then have some runny eggs and burnt toast. <laughs> and presumably go to class. Maybe, probably not. Anyways, Most likely but that's not. fucking, that's brutal to do to a kid, man. Yeah, it, oh, it's crazy. But he did also make a good point in his craziness. Underneath the crazy, there was this, and I didn't know this, that apparently having high hydration levels has been proven to help with concussions. So the better hydrated you are, the less likely you so are. So that's to why he's pushing this. And, and like, I feel like that might be a little bit. He might be taking that to an extreme here, but I, I can't see. Just it also general, may just a be idea. a bullshit line yeah. to cover up. Well, his I, crazy. It's it, it's it's a little nuts, but I, I understand what he's trying to do. It's just maybe he needs to tone it down just a little bit. Just a tone. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's at well, he's at an eleven. I need to come down to about an eight. Because here's the craziest thing about all this: we're talking about eighteen year. Old, 19 year old kids that he's signing to come play in Texas. So if these stories come out where kids are going to be like, he's doing what? Wait, there's a chance I'm going to get runny eggs and burnt toast for breakfast. Well, if they're not winning, those kids aren't coming. Well, they would also come. They, well, that it doesn't matter because if the kids aren't or if they aren't winning, which is what's happened in Texas recent years, the kids ain't coming anyway. Winning trumps everything. So it won't matter. That's but true. I, I will tell you from experience where you had a hard ass coach. When Mike Singletary got hired in San Francisco, on the surface, and at first, it was great. He's out here busting asses and making doing old school drills and everything was great. Yeah. Except for eventually, it wore thin, and guys got tired of it. And eventually, especially if you aren't winning, which eventually they got to the point where they weren't winning, not only does it wear thin because you're not winning, it just wears thin on you mentally, and you just wear out your welcome. So Herman's got to be careful that he walks that fine line of 
not crazy and getting I mean the kids at Houston seem to have bought into what he was preaching when he was there so you know yeah I feel like I mean there's no doubt whatever he does works it's just maybe he needs to just tone it down just a tad and not go all the way he's yeah it's he's walking a very very thin line and, and like I said, it all comes down to you better win. Because if he if he's winning, then every coach in the country is going to be like, "Get your fucking water bottles out, <laughs> putting a chart up. You're <laughs> you're gonna piss clear. I don't give a shit." <laughs> but if he doesn't win, people are going to be like, "See, that guy's fucking crazy." Right? They'll use it against him. Yeah. But I mean, you know, good luck to him. I think no, fuck him. No, nah, I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I actually don't care. I don't care about Texas. I don't mind Texas. Notre Dame Texas doesn't is, play in this year, so Texas, I don't care. <laughs> Texas is one of those programs that I, I kind of like seeing do well, though. I, I enjoy the Barner Orange, and there's you know there's things about Texas that I enjoy. So I, they if they're good, right. if they're good, then I feel like college football is a little bit. better. I do like when when Texas and Oklahoma are both good. That Red River rivalry is yeah, pretty fuck fucking good. <laughs> Fuck, I, I, I shit about Oklahoma being any good. I, I enjoy Texas, but I don't I mean, care I've, about Oklahoma. I've had to cheer for Oklahoma. Now I don't give a shit. Now that Bob Stoops is done, I really don't care about Oklahoma. Right. That's part of the reason I was never really big. You didn't Oklahoma like Bob guy. Stoops? I don't like Bob Stoops. He's overrated. I mean, I can't. I can't disagree. He's he's always came up short when it mattered. It just they didn't call him Big Game Bob for nothing. Right. It uh, was very sarcastic. Big Game yeah. Bob. <laughs> My theory is that he's taken a year off. And uh, Brian Kelly's going to get fired this year at the end of this year. I hear the old Miss job is available. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I always call. Can I we, always call wrong numbers. Like, can we? Can we wait, talk yeah, about let's wait on that one. Get into that Holy one because that one's good shit. enough to have a whole oh rant my God. about. Yes, we're uh, talking about that. One. Moving on. Uh, who the fuck would want to pretend to be Chad Johnson? I ask you. I don't. I don't know. Uh, well. I can't even remember. Is it Chad Ochocinco? <laughs> what is he going by? Is his legal name still the wrong number 85? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he's Because whenever I see him referred well. to now in articles, they refer to him as Chad Johnson. The athlete feel formerly like known as? Yeah, I don't even, they don't even say that. Hey, who cares? <laughs> a 25-year-old man from Florida was arrested in Colorado this week for posing as the former Bengals whiteout while trying to buy $18,000 worth of shit from Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Uh, apparently, he and some of his hooligan I hope friends that's how it was written. <laughs> pulled down merchandise at random while in a store and in, in the Louis Vuitton store and attempted to pay w- with a fake credit card. That was declined. <laughs> Before then successfully using an Apple Pay account through his phone. <laughs> ah, but the store Louis Vuitton, they, they they require photo ID. You can't just use Apple Pay and go what? on about your day. Which, really? When I read, I thought, wait, not all places require ID for Apple Pay? Uh, you can just, yeah, you you just, just say an account. I suppose if you know the number, they assume at a lot of places. They, and I guess if you're not usually doing $18,000 transactions. But either way, I'm kind of pissed to know that all places don't require right, yeah. ID for Apple Pay. Anyway, so they require ID, and guess what? Uh, when he couldn't, you know, provide ID to the match account, he said, "Well, my name's Chad Johnson." Uh, <laughs> then they asked, "So, what's the phone number associated with the account?" He didn't have that either. So they actually uh, let Chad the tra- Johnson's number. They actually let the transaction go through, but the clerk immediately called the cops. So as they're walking out of the store, the uh, cops show up, and uh, he continued insisting, yep, I'm Chad Johnson. But then again, he blundered when they asked him what his birth date was, and he said 1991. 
Which Whoops. I figure, like, if you're going to say that you're somebody, at least know their birthday. You should probably know You should know, know a little That's bit like of background little information. Bit, yeah. Surface information if yeah. you're going to do it there. Um, I mean, you could look shit up on, like, a, an auditor's website and get an address even. You could hit up Wikipedia on your phone immediately. And, and, get that. and know the birthday. Yeah. Right. But That's I'm saying, it. like, you, right. could, you, you could get address-level detail if you're really going to try to be somebody. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Chad was born in 1978. Whoops, uh, little off. Yeah. Little off. The guy was arrested for felony counts of identity theft, and he'll have his day in court early in August. Dumbass. Dumbass. The dumbass of the dumbass. This is a flip. Usually we have dumbass athletes. This is d- dumbass regular people. This so is me, stupid. Me and you pretending to be <laughs> Chad Johnson. But again, of all the people you could pretend to be, <laughs> yeah, why fuck you want to be Johnson? Chad Johnson? Did the guy even look like Chad Johnson? I don't was know. It even, I didn't, like, there was no picture associated with the story, so I couldn't see... I hope it was at least a black guy. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I hope it was a black guy. I feel like, like as stupid as this person is based off these other facts, it might not be. It's just a 5'3 white dude that was like, I'm, I'm Chad Johnson. Johnson. What's your what's your phone number? Uh, Ocho Cinco. <laughs> yeah, I maintain this is almost as stupid as bringing in a prostitute to a stadium after breaking in and admitting to almost. the police. Yeah, almost. Admitting almost. You ever, that's have you ever been... Consu- uh, can, have you ever been... Fuck, I can't think. Has anybody ever? Has anybody? Anybody ever thought you were an athlete? Anybody confused you? Not for on my an worst, or not on my best day. It not, happened to me once. What? Yeah, some girl on There's New Year's no Eve. There's no fucking way. Some girl thought on you New Year's were some Eve soccer was, player. That's no. why. Uh, well, close. Did they think you were the Shane Graham? She thought I was Shane Graham Jesus and Christ. took a picture with me. It was like, oh my god, you played that shit up too. Fuck you? Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way to roll. Why wouldn't I? My fucking five seven ass is not getting confused for anybody. <laughs> Hey, aren't you that one asshole who <laughs> does stuff with John Fay? Hey, aren't you the guy that fell asleep in that podcast with John Fay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Go check out Fifth Mascot. When Scott's awake, it is such a good show. <laughs> I got nothing. It's pretty good when I'm asleep, too. It is a good show. It's it's Especially if you're a Reds fan, go check out Fifth Mascot. If At, you're not a Reds fan, I, good luck. You're probably not going to care about it. I mean, it's still a good show. But, but tune in just for me. Like, support support your right. boy. Support your brand. <laughs> All right, let's, We're trying uh, to do big things here. Let's close out Upper Deck with one last story here. This is a lesson to you kids out there. All of you kids listening, all three of you that are still on Facebook, Always check your DMs. I feel as if we established that last week because you never know if Alex Bregman's going to hit you up and talk shit. Yes. <laughs> well, and uh, this one is so I'd be upset if I missed a pro athlete talking shit to me in my DMs, but I wouldn't be heartbroken over it. This one, this one stings a little bit. So there's a, a guy in Nashville who was he randomly entered some contest that the Predators had for free tickets to Game Six of the Stanley Cup. His name Andrew Fudge, which made me laugh. Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's I immediately a very, thought Elmer Fudd. It's a very unfortunate why. name because you know that kid was called Fudge Packer his entire time growing up. Oh, <laughs> that's what I would have hit him with every time I said, "Hey, Fudge." Only I didn't say Fudge. <laughs> that's so good. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit. Well, he's, he lives in Nashville. He's a Predators fan. Uh, he entered this contest and never logged back into Twitter. He apparently doesn't use Twitter a whole lot. He just saw the – he happened to log in, see the contest, tweeted I love these out. people that create a Twitter account, do some contest. I feel like I heard another story similar Probably. to this that people creating accounts just to enter a contest yeah. and then never follow up on it yeah. or don't – 
realize that you know they contact you through Twitter. Right. They he just had to enter. Like, tweet a picture of himself wearing like Predators gear, and it was literally just a picture of him in a hat. It wasn't even like he went all out, but the Predators selected him, and he won. He won the contest. But he never went back into Twitter to check. I wonder if he can name all the black hockey players. Probably not. He probably can't name... He he might be calling him Patrick Subban. <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. This dude's... Fudge is clearly out of it. He's, <laughs> Fudge is asleep at the wheel. Fudge is like, I don't know, man. I tweeted out a picture. Of that. I forgot. <laughs> My bad. Anyways, he, uh, he checked his Twitter this week, discovered that he had won the contest. He had two tickets waiting for him for game six. Never even knew it happened. Dun, uh, dun, dun, <laughs> how? All right. So on one hand, I would be very disappointed that I missed out on that. On the other hand, it was game six and it's when Pittsburgh clinched and won. So he missed out on watching his team lose the Stanley Cup. So I guess you can kind of justify it in your head as like. Depends on if you've uh, ever been to a Stanley Cup final game. If you've never been and it's your team and, and you do this. free. Yeah. Uh, Although the Predators did say in the DM, they were like, uh, because of the value of this prize, there will be tax forms that you have to sign. So he would have had to pay taxes uh, to watch his team lose, uh, which kind of sucks. Oh, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> that's that's what. That predators are 1099ing people. That is exactly. <laughs> The same as when I found out uh, that Price is Right, although you have to pay taxes on all those gifts. All of them. And I realized that would not be worth it. And you, I used to think you were able to take a cash value. No. Nope. You can't. Yeah, if you don't take the prize, then you just lose it. You yep. forfeit it. Yep. I thought you could do the cash too. I, I was misinformed on both of not having to pay, you know, not having to pay anything right. for actual prize. And that you could just take the, the cash value of them. Yep, because I was like, nobody there's wants... there's so many things that you just wouldn't want. Yeah, nobody wants these ladies' watches that they just bid on in Contestants Row. And right. It's like, well, not even that. Imagine when you get the showcase and you happen to get the shitty... There's always one shitty showcase. Yeah. And if you Whoever got stuck with the shitty showcase, showcase I, you know... It, you stuck. get a trip to Cleveland. Oh. I, I didn't say awful. I said shitty. <laughs> They've done that, though. They've, oh, really? That's been a problem. Ever since yeah. Drew Carey took over. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, I've also boycotted that show <laughs> since Drew Carey took over because Drew five, Carey sucks. Five days, four nights in Cleveland with tickets to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it's like, uh, pass. I'm a pass? Oh, he's already passed it to me? Can we get somebody else up here? Who else spun the wheel? You guys want to come take this one? Fucking Cleveland. Trips to Cleveland. That's in. That's how far. Pathetic. That's how far. And then, then the, the other one is, is you get a trip home. to London and a boat, and uh, <laughs> and then it's like, uh, and you get a hand gerber from this girl over here. <laughs> the, the Cleveland one to continue is like, and we'll give you a free coupon to La Rosa's, <laughs> and you get a new Brillo pad, a twelve pack uh. of Marble Ultra. <laughs> I said Marlboro Ultra, uh, not not even Michelob Ultra. I mean, cigarettes combined with the beer. That's that's how shitty it is. Marlboro Ultra. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, this has been Upper Deck. Brought to you by always by Audible.com, Marlboro Ultra, and Apricots. Oh, Marlboro Ultra. What the hell was I thinking? Is that even a no? A it, I wanted to say Michelob, and I, I said Marlboro. Marble Ultra. Marble mm. Ultra. Mm. Nothing says smooth like a no, Marble Ultra. No calories on those Marble Ultras. <laughs> Jesus. 
I need more beer oh, to justify shit. me misspeaking. All right, everybody. The drunk line is open. Hit us up, 440-37-DRUNK. Anything you guys want to talk about. Except um, for Drew Carey. Fuck that guy. We're not talking about him. <laughs> I mean, we could. We could rag on Drew Carey for another hour or so. I don't care. I could rag on him. <laughs> uh, in sports news this week. So, first of all, we, we talked about this. Oh, Jesus. Right off the bat. Look at that. That's why I didn't even start talking. I was just pouring beer. <laughs> we should have just sat here in silence and waited. This is an unknown caller. I think I know who this is. Craft Breed Sports, who's this? It's Bill, man. Hey, Bill in San Diego. Right off the bat, man, you were waiting for that opportunity to call in. I honestly was, and I wanted to apologize. Over the past weeks, I haven't been very sports savvy. <laughs> so you're in a book this week? That. Wait a second. Were you ever sports savvy, Bill? Never, but okay. I've been doing homework. <laughs> oh, oh somebody's okay. been reading. All right. I read the sports page in the newspaper. <laughs> what yeah, have you, you been you. reading? <laughs> so, I actually have a question, and it, and it a little bit ties into, you know, with what football coming up in seven weeks, college is coming up in six weeks. All My right. concern is, I mean, looking at, like, your quarterbacks from college being pulled into the NFL, yeah. I mean, to give you an example, I mean, I think – there's no real standards like don't i don't think it's fair and to give you two perfect examples i mean you have two quarterbacks that could arguably be said are almost the same guy one of them are they black wins the rose bowl but blows out his knee the other one throws five picks in the sugar bowl but still gets to play an entire season for seattle so how is it that johnny utah doesn't get picked up and yet Shane Footsteps Falco does. Wow. I, I, there, there was a long journey to get to that, to get to that point. And I feel like maybe about two people are going to understand that reference. And they're both sitting here right but now. But how good was that? That was, that was damn good. good. Was that, the journey was worth the destination. I'll the tell you that much. Was like, in my head, I'm like, okay, who is he? Right, I know. I'm on. sitting there Let thinking, me, who the fuck is he talking about? What is, oh, he played for Seattle. He's not talking about, like, what? Where is And then I immediately thought, who did Seattle draft that I'm right. not thinking of? <laughs> God damn you, Bill. <laughs> what an ass. Uh, I do my best. All right, so, but in all seriousness. <laughs> Um, I do need your guys' help. I'm trying. I'm in a competition right now, and I really need your and your viewers' help. All right, Mike, shut up for this. Make one. sure I win. Go ahead. If everyone could please follow at KP's underscore. Oh, sorry, Bill, dropped you there. Oh <laughs> wow! I don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. <laughs> Bill, I totally uh, we we you broke up there. I don't know what happened. Nobody nobody heard that Twitter handle that you just called out. We must know. be driving through a tunnel. Fool. Ah, sorry about Son that. Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for me. I just want to say, you know, love your guys' show, and I hope Vic has some insights on this kind of thing. I would love to hear from him. All right, thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, bud. See ya. Uh, oh, Bill using our show to try to promote his competing Twitter handle. Fuck out of here. Get, no, Amateur hour. I'm not letting that. You think I was going to let that slip nope. past? No way. No. I may not have cricket sounds on this board, We'll go back Joe, and edit that out, but... too. <laughs> edit, just edit that one part. Of it. He'll just say something and it'll just be dropped. All of it. 
<laughs> oh shit! But if you are curious, um, at KDP's booty hole is tweeting out some it interesting still news. Had some, still had some knowledge bombs. As yeah, well, I, I like. mean KDP's booty hole is definitely dropping that at KDP's booty hole on uh, on Twitter. Make sure no <laughs> underscores. Don't ever put underscores in them. <laughs> that would be the incorrect. There, there, there are fake <laughs> Katy Perry's booty hole accounts out there. Do not fall for them. There is only one. That can only be one. Oh shit! Uh, would you? Uh, how how pissed were you at the Todd Frazier trade this week? Todd Frazier. Why would I be pissed? Because he's a Yankee now. I don't get pissed when people I don't really care about prior to going to the. <laughs> he immediately just became dead to me, as, uh, like all the ones before him. This wasn't. This wasn't. I'll tell you. This wasn't Brian McCann going to the Yankees. Yeah, that, that had to be rough for you. That was a kick to the dick. <laughs> that that hurt. This I, I still. You know how much I hate them, and that it's still. The years later, there will still be guys that will be disassociated. The All Star Game. All I could think about Robinson Cano. My first thought was, "Dirty fucking Yankee hits a game-winning home run yeah. for the AL." He hasn't played for them for what four years now. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Nope. One. Once a Yankee, always. <laughs> that stench just <laughs> sticks with you. So, but I mean, as far as Frazier going there, uh, he's dead to me. <laughs> Congratu- congratulations, Flavor Fl- Frazier. I-, I hope you. I hope you blow out your knee. I hope things. I hope all the bad things happen to you. Hate, hate, hate. hate I'm surprised hate. he hasn't really had that great of a year this year. No, he's been awful. So the, uh, why, he's been pretty awful. Like since I don't know why the Yankees left. feel Cincinnati. like because have you? The, well, I saw the numbers for their third baseman and first baseman before they had four home runs out of their third baseman. That's it. Yeah. Four. Okay. No. I mean, that, that was. I mean, and yeah. first baseman, they've been. They might as well have tried it out. You and I. They've had just no production from either corner infield position, and so I understood the trade. But he's dead to me. Yeah, that Markham. doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Of course, everybody wanted to tweet out the picture from when he was in Little League and stood next to Jeter on the field. And of course. What? Yeah. Well, he's like he's he's home from New now. Jersey. Yeah, because yeah, all of a sudden that's home. Wow. I love how the greater area of wherever you're from becomes home. I mean, I ran into... <laughs> I mean, LeBron's from Akron, y'all. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come home. He came home adjacent. <laughs> I ran into a dude. I met this guy on a cruise one time, and he tried to play up that he was from New York. And then we found out he was from, like, Albany. We're yeah. Like, what? That it's doesn't even, count. You're, like, four hours yeah. away, dude. New York, <laughs> son. From Western. <laughs> New Six York, hour drive. New York Central State. That's where I'm from. New York. <laughs> I'm so New York, Pennsylvania is a two two minute drive from my house. <laughs> I'm in the Poconos, son. <laughs> <laughs> repping them. Poconos. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't care. That's... All right, well, you mentioned this in Upper Deck. Uh, this was another story that came out this week. Ole Miss head coach Hugh Freeze out this week. He had to resign or else he was going to be fired. The reason why is because he dialed a wrong number. And what can what kind of America do we live in that you can't dial a wrong number, talk for a minute, <laughs> allegedly, and not keep your job? I mean, this is outrageous. <laughs> I cannot believe that dialing a wrong number is now a fireable offense. Yeah, just horrendous. Uh, that wrong number was doing escort service. So <laughs> two consenting adults talking. Just <laughs> sunshine <laughs> talking game plan for the week for a minute. I mean, maybe he just wanted to like, have you seen Hugh Freeze's Twitter account? He's a loving husband, father of three. Yeah. And loves him some Jesus. Yeah, sure does. So there's no way he was calling an escort service this week I'm, or, or this so, year. I'm not buying it. Have man. you seen the, <laughs> have you seen the, 
the case that's brought against. Um, yeah, from Houston Nut. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The because former, the former old because he's saying that he this said, Keep whole your name thing. Out of my mouth, you've been slandering me. Well, he said, and he said this whole front on Twitter of Freeze being this like family man and all about Jesus it's because he's out here. It, he's like constructed this social media presence to cozy up to reporters so that he can slander Nut. Uh, <laughs> wait, that sounds bad. He slandered Nut. <laughs> Hit him with an apricot. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to show up. I'm just waiting for him to show up at a press conference with full-on rosacea and a neck brace. Just really Bobby Petrino this thing. I mean, that's really the only... uh, That's all that's missing. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe getting a handy in a uh, restaurant... uh, how, in a restaurant booth. How dumb, la, Rick? <laughs> how dumb do you have to be to call an escort service from the phone that's provided to you? That by was what a blew state my mind. Institution. Yeah. Well, these like it's not even these like coaches and players have shown us the uh, athletic people are just not very smart. Time I and want, time again. I want to know if he's shit. calling for himself or if he was hooking up players. There's theories that he wasn't just calling for himself. I mean, we've seen if he was calling for himself at all. It could be both. But the Houston, Houston, uh, Ole Miss released a statement and said that there was a disturbing pattern. Yeah, uh, and so I, they didn't say what the pattern was or how they deduced. You know, how it was a disturbing pattern. But if there's a pattern. If it is for him, then he's just got a horrible. Uh, next, next we're gonna hear uh, he's a sex addiction. That that'll be the next thing that we hear is that I got a sex addiction. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's the so go-to. That, that'll be the that'll be the next thing we hear right. from when we hear from him. Or it's gonna come out that yeah, he was doing this for recruits or for players or whatever. That's and my there suspicion. There was a giant shadiness surrounding yeah. that, which which is worse. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, it's got to be worse to give it to recruits or players. Like, that's right. got to yeah, be that, way worse. That's, a, that's worse from the school-slash-non-professional fakeness that they try to go over with. Right. With the, the you know, athletes and whatnot. So, I, I guess from a school, from a playing standpoint, that's the... the that's way go, more but, detrimental to right. the university. Well, I don't really know so. how... I mean, if, you, if you're out here just a hoe in these streets and... Cheating on your wife and family, is that a fireable offense? Yeah, I mean it makes him a, a lousy human being. He's but, got, but they, I mean, all these schools put that morality, morality clause, clause so that's, yeah, and that's that how they were going to be able to triggers it. Yeah, yeah, and it, the fact that, I, and that's the worst part. Like they had to have known that this has happened before for them to say, <laughs> "Oh, there's multiple." Michael David's on my side. He said, "Ole Miss equals C blocks." Let the man be <laughs> preaching out here. Ah, uh, that's a good way to put it. I like it. <laughs> it being C blocks, I like that. <laughs> oh shit, I dude, I just think the, I don't know. Maybe it's because I I didn't know it earlier, but I feel like coaches nowadays are getting fired for the craziest fucking things. That's because they're doing dumber and dumber shit, and not. It's kind of like athletes in the generation of twitter i mean there's so many more ways to get caught up doing dumb shit yeah i feel like the dumb shit has always gone on but before technology it was so much easier to get away with yeah Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't just out there to to find it you had to search much harder than anybody was willing to do whereas now oh you know hey 
this guy liked some dirty porn. You know, we've right. about players that, you know, sitting there liking porn things and get busted that way or whatever. It's just, <laughs> that's how it is. It's real easy to trace because it's in a public setting. And so right. these guys are just dumber with the ways that they're doing it. And so it's real sloppy. Like, that's, that's all I feel like. It's not happening at a higher rate. It's just much easier to track down now. Holy shit. So I'm going to completely change the subject. And this is a uh, an article that was You're going to talk about Usher and his herpes? No. but No? Okay. We could, <laughs> I mean, we could if you want to. Green discharge. It's, it's kind of sports related. He does partially own it. Maybe that's why Kyrie wants out. I feel like that's why he wants to let it burn. <laughs> I think that was a hidden meaning to let it burn. Uh, Seth, uh, my buddy Seth, posted a link on our uh, Facebook page here. According to 538.com, which uh, is also the website that predicted that Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. So take this for take this with a grain of salt. Thanks, fuckers. They said that America has spoken. The Yankees are the worst. (laughs) Basically, uh, America agrees that the Yankees are awful. This is a SurveyMonkey audience poll of 989 self-described baseball fans. Uh, It was conducted between June 30th and July 8th. So the Yankees are awful, and they all agree that the Cubs are pretty cool. Oh, God. All right, well, scientific polling out the window. Yankees suck. Cubs rule. It's kind of weird, though, how this is This This is is run by some Chicago honks. (laughs) Here's some of the uh, the region's favorite team. Each region has their own favorite. So in the Northeast, the Yankees still – dominate 28 percent of the respondents say the yankees are their favorite team uh 23 say they're red Sox fans in the northeast in the south your boys took it the braves are, are the and it's not even close the rangers are 12 percent it should the braves are 22 percent braves country runs deep I guess. I, it's funny because I disassociate myself with all the hicks for football <laughs> and all that other stuff. And then when it comes to comes to baseball, yeah, you know, I'm in got, there. You got the South will rise again. Woo, Braves country. Let's do this. Y'all, y'all make some good points. Uh, hard, hard ER out here. No A's. Hard ER. Uh, uh, in the Midwest, the Cubs dominate. They've got 22% of the share. The Tigers are second with 12%. And then out That's west. That's a little surprising that it's between those two. Not the not the Cubs part. Uh, the, you're Detroit. saying the Tigers are, are yeah. 12%. I'm well, surprised. I feel like they're in the upswing. And if you think about some of the other. Look, living up in Toledo for most of my life, I realize, I mean, that's a hotbed for Detroit because it's right there. So a lot of Detroit fans. But I just didn't think outside of that Michigan area and, you know, the lower part of Upper Ohio. Kate Upton's, like, Kate Upton's with Justin Verlander. It's. It's increased their footprint now. It's uh, probably <laughs> probably solid reasoning. I know they've third been place. successful, but still, I just I don't know. I, I would have picked another Midwest team. Well, the third place team is the Cardinals, and they're that, close that was with the other, eleven. That was the one that I was just about to say. That was the one that I would think when you're talking Midwest but, teams that would. But I feel with the like Cubs. so if you're looking at NL Central teams, every NL Central fan base outside of the Cardinals hates the Cardinals. So you got Cubs fans, you got Car- uh, you got Reds fans, you got Pirates fans. All of them hate Cardinals. Period. So that's going to drive down their numbers, right? I guess. It's only St. Louis that's like, yeah. But there's so many of them. There are a lot of those fuckers. (laughs) Uh, Out West, it's a close race. The Giants are the favorite team out West with 15%. Dodgers with 13%. Mariners with 12%. So tight race out West. Here's what (laughs) James... Oh, shit. 
Do I uh, want to know? I, I started off being pissed at this comment, and then it ended up great. Uh, Michael David said, did Scott get ice yet? If so, mind running it back? That was the part I got mad at. Fuck you. <laughs> but then it said, no way he's that bad at memorizing things. He must like that stuff. If he really is that bad, let him just do black golf players <laughs> to get a little bit of confidence boost. That's fucking fantastic. Yanni, you're the man, Yanni. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, I, I hit him with Michael David because I was like, well, nobody's going to know the Yanni right. thing, but yes. That, Yanni, that is, Yanni uh, is also Yanni from Xavier. Yanni is also the one who claims that you do not need to name all of the black hockey players and you should only have to name totally half of them. That. I'm not totally on board with this. That. If, you know what? I would have been cool with it if you didn't double down. You know what's funny? I'd probably fuck up half of them, Probably too. still mess it up. I still yeah. would mess it up. You wanna Tyson do would for sure tell me. You want to do it now since Yanni's... Yanni's tuned in. Let's give the people what they want. Shit, fine. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, there's and there's Grady. Of course, he never he never pops in except for when we happen to be talking Yankees and hit us with the <laughs> "Go Yankees." Resident Yankee lover, fucking Kevin Grady. He, I don't think he's. Or I haven't seen him. He probably has listened, but he hasn't popped in on the live show since that day he called up to talk about <laughs> fucking Judge and just troll us. But of course, we start talking shit about the Yankees. It's like a bat signal went off for this asshole. He comes in. Go Yankees. Thanks, Grady. Thanks, Grady. Appreciate it, man. Thanks Grady's for also in San Diego. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. he's out there now. So uh, uh, our fan base is mostly made up of California people. We've got Cincinnati and San Diego on lockdown here on this we show. We do. We've got the market corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to give the people what they want. We're doing it a little early tonight. Scott, about to get iced. Maybe. Damn. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I, I feel good maybe afterwards. I feel good. I feel good that you guys are Johnny Oduya. Johnny Oduya is correct. <laughs> I was just playing it up. Uh, Darnell Nurse. Yep. Uh, PK Subban. Oh, everybody get word. Uh, there it is. Third one out the nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody play it up. Uh, Dustin Biflin. Justin yes. Biflin? Nope, no. Dustin. You're okay, right. okay, you're okay. Right, right. I was yep. going to say, I just like myself out after You've that. said Justin a few times, and we've, That's we've why given I you credit. It up. Yeah, Dustin Biflin. Okay, um, then we'll go with uh, JT Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> wow. Uh, Pierre Bellamare, Edouard Bellamare. Yep, there you go. Um, I'm trying to remember back to my days. Of just there. Oh, saved by oh, the bell. Saved by a caller. <laughs> All right. Give, give me a moment here to collect my thoughts. Grab Fruit Sports. Who's this interrupting Scott getting iced? Scott seemed like he was on a roll, so I wanted to fuck that up. There was no roll. You clearly weren't listening. I was not on a roll. He was getting too many names. I'm on like a four-second delay. Fuck you. I just wanted to give him a chance to like fucking eat shit. Bill, thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Later. All right, see? He just hung up. He's just like, Later. All right, well, that threw me totally off. I don't even All remember right, what I've said Here's so what far. you've got. You've got, <laughs> you've got Pierre-Edouard Bellamar, JT Brown, Johnny Oduya, P.K. Subban, Dustin Biflin, Darnell Nurse. And then who was the other one that I was... Uh... Did you always miss all the no, rest? No, all the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one that I always with PK Subban that I, I keep saying, uh, Jerome McGinley. Jerome McGinley. That, those two I yep. associate with. Because um, for the longest time, I thought his name was Jerome McGinley. Like, I didn't realize it was <laughs> Jerome McGinley. <laughs> like, I didn't realize it, you know, black guy. He's named Jerome. <laughs> Duh. 
but I didn't for whatever reason. I it never <laughs> it, the longest time I didn't realize it was a separate thing. Um, well, come on, you gotta you gotta think. Ooh, I know uh, I gotta think harder. Gotta I'm not even more. like trying. Who's like the one guy that everybody when we first started this was like, come on, oh, you gotta get yeah. Um, see, I always thought it was Biflin, and now and then Aduya. Oh, Joshua Hosang. Joshua Hosang. That's, that's not the one you're one. thinking of. That's not of. the one I was thinking I of, but good call. Uh, trying to remember my little remembering devices. And you saying that one usually jogs my memory on at the one everybody was giving me shit on. And I can't. Okay, can't well, we'll skip him. There's one that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's one who has the same first name as a professional boxer, a very famous professional boxer. Ali? No. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. That was just a troll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And I remembered that one. That was the way I remembered it. Now. Oh, Evander Kane. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Awesome. yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. You got anything else for me? <laughs> you got anything else for me? Because I'm running on fumes here. Mm. Uh, Struggling a bit this week. I, I mean, if you don't, if you're not getting the hint about the guy that everybody told you you should name because he was an awesome player this past season, uh, I don't know what. Yeah, that well, I think he plays for Buffalo, and that's why all the people were giving me shit because it was all Buffalo people giving me shit. Um, let's see who else could I give you a hint? See, this is what there's I'm one. You. There's one that Tyson kept telling you how to pronounce. I thought that was a. Oh, it wasn't Biflin or Oduya. There was one that. It, that you would fuck up his last name every time. Oh, I thought it was a do you. All right, uh, this one's this is over. This, yeah, is, this done. is done. I'm getting iced. You lost. You missed uh, a you lot. Missed Seth Jones. You missed <laughs> Devonte Smith. Pelly. Damn it! You those are two that I had. Before. Always get those. Yeah, those are. You missed Wayne Simmons. That's the one. The, you the missed MVP Trevor one. Daly. Kyle Ocposo was the one. Oh, because uh, I always wanted to call him a Rackpo. Yes. Uh, Ryan Reeves, a black football player. <laughs> Ryan Reeves, Anthony Duclair, Joel Ward, Andreas Martinson. I don't think I've ever gotten Martinson and Chris Stewart. Chris Stewart, I know I've never gotten. Yeah, yeah, Martinson and Chris Stewart are two of those ones that I thought eh, I've never gotten them at any point. But Joel Ward, that's one that I used to get. I don't know who's calling in right now, but, but they just—they totally ruined. It's Bill. Bill, call back in a minute. I'm getting it because. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I was so proud of myself for finding this so quickly. That's why I was like, "Oh, I'll give him some hints." Scott about to get iced. Uh, he's gonna stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> is this his version or is this the the, the original version? This is instrumental, oh, so okay. it's nobody's. Somebody's version. gonna sue us. This is karaoke version. We're just doing karaoke on the show. That's all we're doing. <laughs> is this ninja ninja rap? <laughs> Vanilla Ice actually performed at Xavier while we were there. That was ah. an interesting show. Oh, did I just fuck up an icing? Well, oh bad, no, it's okay. All right, it's uh, got going down. He that was totally on purpose. He did that on purpose. Did what on purpose? Hit the mic or stop? Stopped. No, I didn't. I was trying oh. to collaborate and listen. <laughs> no, that, I really did. I was like, wait a minute. He performed at Xavier. I don't. He did. That. He was at Soupy's when we were. Fresh. No, that doesn't count. Then fuck that place. <laughs> you know Soupy's what the best? Blow me. 
<laughs> you know the best part about Vanilla I went there Ice? one time ever. That sucked. The best part about him performing at uh, at Soupy's was that he. Uh, I got it all over my chin. <laughs> Not even finishing my story. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna leave. Yeah, it this that. is another icing brought to you by Smirnoff. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey, I just wanted to point out that uh, Scott took that ice like Cookie and OJ's cell block. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it, man. Is that it? Bill needs is a friend. Bill needs gone? a Friday night hobby. <laughs> this is Bill's friend. I love. That people that this is people's Friday night hobby. I do too, except for the part where it's just giving me shit. I'm totally on board with that. Relax, I'm gonna get my shit. Okay, we're coming up on football season. We're gonna have picks. I'm gonna fuck something up. I'm gonna. You still owe for hockey? I do owe for hockey picks. Yeah. Uh, Kyle is getting that together apparently. So it's been a long fucking road. I gotta come up with the punishment ways. Get on that commish. He could take his time. It's yeah. fine, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. Anyway. <laughs> so we talked about uh, Hugh Freeze. We talked about uh, – let's let's go into uh, this article because the, the big thing this week that came out just happened today, the news about Kyrie Irving, and we can get to that in a minute because I feel like that's going to be gonna more That's going to carry us a, through the rest of the yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, this was an article that came out. Uh, the NFL is trying to address their failing viewership. And we, we talked about this a little bit last year and how the NFL is starting to lose uh, people like me and you. Yeah, like people are just like, meh, whatever. I'll watch my team and then that's about it. Well, it the problem for be, them is they thought they were losing just the uh, casual fan, but they're I'm losing, a hardcore fan. Yeah. And they're losing me yeah, it's at definitely, a rapid rate. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's they, the game itself is, is getting slower. You've got the... Uh, the rules that suck. The ridiculous rules. Nobody knows what a catch is anymore. Even if they do, they don't get it right half the time. <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, that's the You're, problem. Yeah. They've got ridiculous rules, and then on top of that, when they review things or they make a call, they say something, and you're looking around as if to say, what the fuck was that? Because right. you just don't know anymore. Yeah, The and and then on top of that, they've they've still got the problem of score touchdown, breaks. go to commercial, kickoff, go to commercial. Lots of on. sitting on your hands. It's uh, the viewing of NFL games is is gotten pretty poor for fans. So they are going to try to address that this year. And one of the things that they did, apparently, they took some fans last season, put them in a, a test to see what they uh, what they like. They put them in a living room essentially and tracked their eye movement, their heart rate, like all this shit to make it real scientific. And they broke it down to. They're going to try something different. There's going to be less commercial breaks and more split-screen action. So essentially, those weird moments... Also, longer commercial breaks, but fewer fewer, fewer of, of them. them. Yeah. Yes. Which I don't think people are going to have a problem with longer commercial breaks. I actually said that. If you're going to have a commercial break and it's going to be at the benefit of there being less of them, I'm totally yeah. for that. Because you figure... Nobody's actually sitting there with the timer anyway and thinking, oh, my God, this is a long commercial break. Because you're just dis- mostly assuming, well, they'll get back to the game right. when there's action. I've never actually thought, oh, this is an abnormally long commercial break. Now, you might notice it now that they're doing this. But knowing that there's less of them, that's 
I think super the, beneficial. I think the only time I've noticed that it was a long commercial break is during an injury because I'm like, this yeah, dude must well, be fucked up. Yeah, and you you have no idea because they don't come back necessarily right, to say, hey, he's still on the ground. Yeah, we'll he's be still, back. but they've done that though before, and that's yeah. just as annoying as the touchdown right. commercial kickoff commercial yeah. thing. I don't think anybody's like, gonna have a problem with. I would rather them just not come back from commercial when right. they're having. An injury. That'd be a great... <laughs> shitty to say. When there's an injury, just extend the commercial breaks if it means I get less. But that's a good time to do it. Exactly. There's nothing happening. Y- you know, they can update you as soon as it gets back of whether or not he got off the field. Or, hey, they can even yeah. show a replay of eh, here's him getting carted off. But you don't need to see that in real time. So if they want to extend the commercial break all the way through that, if it means that that's going to stop another one from happening, right. sign me up. Yeah, I'm totally cool with it. Uh, especially since... <laughs> because of where the NFL is with their injuries and like the, the focus on the head injuries, take your time to make sure these dudes are okay before you're just like, Nope, you're fine. Get back in there. But that brings me to my point. Are these longer commercial breaks? Is the NFL players association going to have a, a bitch fit about it because it's going to ruin the momentum for the players. Like if you're, if there's a commercial break and it ends up taking an extra minute or two, are the players going to be pissed because it ruins the flow of their game? Well, I didn't. I guess I never thought about that aspect of it because I just assumed these longer commercial breaks were going to be in situations where they, it wasn't, the play wasn't happening, so you weren't That's worried what, about it. Right. It would be on injuries it's, or yeah, downtime anyway. It's so. not going to be like in the middle of a drive where they're like, all right, wait, hang on. Yeah, we need this really Taking long commercial break. break. I think it's going to be like, quarters and, and things like that but even that, that's fine even that these guys are their bodies are almost conditioned to okay i've had this like you you see what happens when a guy's on a sideline for too long and not only that that could give the defense a big breather that they really need and could completely change a game i know he could be like the power going out during a super bowl and all of a sudden <laughs> you come roaring back <laughs> fuck it i'm fine with that <laughs> got no problems with it interesting yeah. stuff yeah, I allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, the power is out. Anyways, I, I, I still think it was. I still think it was an inside job. I don't care. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Still came up short, so fuck it. It didn't matter. I, I the the whole point that I have on this one though is, I am totally cool with more split screen. Because we've talked about this before, talking about soccer gaining popularity in, in the U.S. And the re- one of the reasons that we feel why it won't is because you can't do commercial breaks during a soccer game. Mm-hmm. So if this leads to soccer being able to be like, yeah, you can do split screen while we're playing. We don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Just put us on TV. I'm kind of cool with that. If it conditions fans to be like, no, this is normal to have a split screen where there's an ad playing over here and then I get to watch the game over here. I don't, I don't see kind of conditioned. I think about online usage. Now there's so many videos online that you're conditioned to either have a video pop up during the beginning or in the middle of. And so you're kind of already, or, you know, even if you want to read an article, sometimes the pop-up ad will pop up before you can, I hate that. But again, you're conditioned to do it. I mean, even if there's an auto player, you're conditioned to hit play or whatever, let it do its thing. A lot of times your content will resume in 15 seconds. Yeah. Right. Motherfucker. Let me mute this because people are going to hear it at work. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's very often the case. But I mean, you get kind of conditioned to that. I'm fine if 
you want to run an ad while things are going on and split screen me, that's great. I mean, they split screen worse things. Look to... at the news. The news is nothing but split screen anymore. Right. Like the fact that we have a 24 hour news cycle, it's all right, we're going to scroll something to the bottom. We're going to scroll something to the I'm, top. There's going to be something over I'm here. I'm here for any way to uh, add in that stuff without actually taking away from the game. Do you I'm think it's it. going to speed up the game at, at, at all? No. I don't think it's actually going to change anything about the game itself. It's just going to give to perception because the, right. the breaks are still there. Football has a not problem, but I mean, you run a play and then there, you know, everybody's got to run back to the huddle. You, you run a play. Everybody's got to get back to the huddle. You score. Everything has to get reset. Like there's yeah. inherent downtimes right. where there just isn't anything going on that you can't fix. But if, in between, you know, the kickoff and, and getting things back up and started and, and things like that where you're so used to watching the commercial. If all of a sudden you're you're having to be engaged and, it, oh, shit, they're still playing. It didn't go to commercial. Right. I think that's only beneficial, even if it's just a perception thing, not an actual yeah. thing. Like, even if there's still still the act of us watching. Because I feel like. What it comes down to is a lot of times they throw out those commercials, then you have all these huddles, and not to say they could have, but they're huddling and calling the next play or whatever. And even if that's the only thing on the screen, you feel like it's just the idea of them leaving the field at all. As long as the camera's on the field, you're okay. Right. It's when they cut away from everything completely. Even when they're showing the announcers in the booth talking and there's nothing you're going still, on in the background, you're still, in, yeah, you're still engaged yeah. in the game. It's when you completely taken out of that that it becomes this, oh, shit, well, here we go again. There's another break. You know, right. Let me go to the bathroom and let me get on my phone. Let me do any other thing because it, the what I'm watching isn't on right now. Right. So if you keep that on, even if it's in a split screen, screen format, as long as, like, the, I don't know how they do the audio, how that works as far as the audio taking over. I'm sure it depends on what's happening because I, I feel like the split screen could be something where it's still the, the audio of the announcers and they're just showing an ad for whatever. And honestly, this is a whole new revenue stream for the NFL because now you can charge for well, a split screen commercial with no audio. Again, I, I'm perfectly game, fine with that you know? if there's... You know, more pop-up ads that are coming out on the side right. that that have no audio. More Fox Sports monsters or Transformers right, or whatever yeah. doing shit. <laughs> Pop Knock over shit. the Family Guy logo one more time. <laughs> <laughs> We're all okay with it. Yeah, no, but I mean, I'm fine with that because that doesn't take me out of the game so much as just completely going to commercial break. Does. Yeah. And so, there's also something that came out this week about college football, and that time is ballooning. Like, the those games are getting longer and longer. Oh, those are insane. So they are now like. making them, for any additional things outside of the game, have to fit within a certain time constraint. That was the... My bad. <laughs> so, like, Apricot. let's say... Let's say... Fuck you. Let's say it's homecoming, and they do, like, their weird... Like, they... Or senior day, they always introduce yeah. the players before the game. That always kind of adds on to those. Like at the end of the season, I'm like, these games are going to take forever because mm-hmm. they got to introduce every fucking senior. Here we go. Now that all has to fit within the time frame of whatever they they market as. I gotcha. That also goes to halftime, like interviews. So as the coach is running yeah, off the field, I can cut into that shit a it, lot. He's going to be like, you're going to see this season a lot of coaches that are just like. Yeah, we didn't play well. We're going to play better. And then they're going to fucking bolt 
because they don't have as much time now I'm fine to with talk that. with their team. Those, those, I think it's awesome. Those, those halftime interviews those don't little shit. Things, right. I don't give a shit what the coach I says. I don't know whoever came up with that as an idea of, hey, these guys are running off, and we're going to talk to them for a second. You're either going to get the, yeah, we could have played better. Uh, there's some things we can do in the second half. We've got some adjustments to be made, and you know, we just got to play better. Or the, yeah, we're playing great. Uh, you know, we just got to keep what we're doing, doing what we're doing yeah. out there, and uh, hope hopefully you guys they're, come out strong. They're a tough team. We uh, we caught a few breaks on that one, yeah. but, uh, but hopefully I, uh, I don't need to hear that every single time I I'm just watching a game. It's all the one same. time. One time, I just want to hear a coach come out and go, "Yo, we played like dog shit." These fucking assholes are about to get reamed and then run off the field. And that would be an interview worth listening. I'd be to. like, that See? was. Can we do that every time? It's, but it's not cookie cutter. <laughs> or yeah, we're kicking the dicks in. <laughs> Gonna keep doing it in the second half too. Tell them to stop us. <laughs> they're what? An, they're an FCS team. Did you expect anything different? Yeah, I mean, just keep it real. Then those interviews would be worthwhile. Instead, I get up and leave before those interviews start and end. They're I pointless. Yeah, it's very pointless. So, yeah, cut those out. Cut them all. But cut they, out but, all the facts. Yeah, so college football is trying to condense it to, which I think is an interesting way to, to work it, is just like set a time frame of like the game is going to start now at this time interesting and it will be over by this time. I don't know how they can mandate that. There's so many I mean, moving with, parts in football games that you can't account with for. With the exception of injuries or That's what I'm saying, overtime. Though. But injuries, I'm sure, and I'm replays. Sure got, there's stuff that you just can't account for. I'm all for them saying it's going to be this set time. Okay, I just don't see, think in the theory you can... I think you can Limit because that. let's say there is an injury or let's say there is a replay. Get his ass off the field. <laughs> no, take your commercial breaks then and then cut them at the end of the game so you don't have as many commercial breaks at the end of the game. And okay. it still fits into that time frame. Like Man, just, that's right. just have it balance out because I, I feel like it's just right now it's if there's an injury, if there's a replay, it adds on to the end. It's like, no, just cut some shit that you would have shown later on. Move that to now. And then it, it still fits within this, all right, it was a 3.30 kickoff. This game is over by 6.30. Look, man, whatever they Unless can there's do, overtime. Whatever they can do to keep people watching. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, all, I'm here for it. I'm here for anything that they can do to make me feel like yeah, I don't know why one I the like I'm trying to convince you. I, I don't know why I'm taking that stance. Oh, I'm no, like, I didn't. Dude, you got to no, feel me. like I didn't feel like you were trying to convince me. <laughs> I'm just wrapping my head around the whole thing, and it basically boils down to you guys do whatever you got to do to make these things feel like I'm not, one, wasting an entire afternoon, and two, you know, it's not just dragging on. Dude, I mean, even even my when I'm watching the 49ers play, there'll be sometimes where I just want to say, "Get this over with." Yeah, even the, it, winning, losing doesn't matter. You know, it it just gets to the point of I, I've got things I want to do with my life, and sitting here for the next extra hour on some stuff in a garbage game. I would love to see them go fifth and sixth grade basketball rules and just go running clock. Like, yeah, oh, you're getting your dick beat in. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. Clock, clock doesn't stop anymore. I, I Go, don't care at all. Like Ohio High I mean, School you might football limit some comebacks, that. but fuck it. I don't care. Ohio High School football does that. If you're down by, I think thirty at at any point in the second half, they go running clock. Yeah. I'm, fine I'm totally that. fine with that. Yeah. If you're up by thirty at halftime, if you fall down mm. by thirty, then you deserve yeah, whatever. You're happens probably after that. yeah. I'm totally fine. Most likely not going to come back anyway. Right. Unless, and if you score, unless you're the Falcons you, in the Super Bowl. If, <laughs> But were they down? They weren't. It was 28 to 3. Yeah. But either way, okay. close enough. That's as close as you're going right. to get. Like, but, right. uh, you know, unless you're going to Atlanta Falcons, it, which is like <laughs> mostly going to happen. Yeah, you're fine. 
All right, that's so that's a that's an interesting thing that's going on. Um, here's the other thing that I I think is going to be interesting about this. If if the NFL is testing this split screen theory, the NFL has done this in the past where they've come up with something and <laughs> then they've abandoned it by week three, where they're just like maybe nobody will notice we tried that. More more importantly, this I feel like this is going to lead to something else unforeseen. The NFL is king of introducing something that in theory is going to do something. And then it creates a whole other set of problems that nobody ever saw coming. So I'm going to be cautiously optimistic about this. This this sounds good. And then an application, I have a feeling that there's something that we're not thinking about that's not being talked about. That it's going to be, now this is a huge problem and this made things worse. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm I'm waiting for that moment. That's going to be a fun... Well, that'll give us something else to talk about once that does happen. Right. Like around week four, we'll have have a new episode where we're like, what the fuck are they doing with this split screen? And and here we are. We've got to wait the entire season because this is... They experiment and they're not going to change it now. No, they'll bail. If it's not working well, they'll bail. I'm, I, I guarantee it. NFL is not good at making adjustments on the fly. But it, it's something where it's fucking with their know, money. The, it's fucking with their money. No, they're not good at making adjustments. They, they Their money has been fucked for a while now on a few things and they still don't fix it. This concussion thing could have been wrapped up neater That's than it has. Point. The domestic violent thing. There's a lot of things that the NFL does not get right and fucks up. And yeah. like on the fly, people like me and you can say, hey, you should be doing this. And they, oh, what do we do? And, <laughs> well, we've already got this thing set and We can't do anything until the off season. And we, it's collectively right. bargained, which I get, but that's, and that's fine. But there's so many times where they blunder something and then they're slow to react. Yeah. That's a good so point. this is something that I could see. Hey, we're gonna do this for this season. Come hell or high water, and it, it'll be this, something will happen. And it'll be obvious by week four, yeah. six, like you said. And it's uh, well, we'll address it in the offseason. <laughs> so it'll be a whole season <laughs> of dealing with this thing that we all sit there and cringe and throw up our hands and say, "Ah, this is worse than what we used to have." <laughs> Thanks a lot. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, it's kind of like replay, right? In theory, replay is a great idea. That's the other and then thing they're replay looking to fix, show, right? Yeah, but then replay shows up, and it we've got this system where calls are still wrong, and, well, and they take too yeah. long, and all this other shit. And so it, sometimes you wish it was back to the old way. I mean, I'll be sitting there sometimes I'm just wishing to God because of how long it takes and the fact that I know that they're going to fuck something up, and I'm like... Man, I just wish replay didn't even exist. I'm glad that they... Right. So that's the other thing they're looking to adjust, and I've thought about this a few times. Ever since they've shown... There's there's that video and that gif of Tom Brady looking at the uh, the tablet on the side and throwing it down on the <laughs> sidelines where he's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Why have they not used tablets for replay yet? And it looks like they're, they're going supposed to. to. This yeah. year they're they're looking to implement that where rather than the referee being on one side of the field to and having to run yeah. all the way to the and other side of the hood field, and, yeah, yeah. They're just gonna be like, Hey, here here you go, check it out and he's gonna go, Hmm, okay, thanks. I'd even be for the fact that there's these giant video boards. That they have at yeah, stadiums. Just that replay it and everybody, everybody sees it. Everybody just turns and, and looks. And hmm. 20 minutes before they make the call, you hear the fans, ah, one way or another. And you, like, you I know I do it. like that. That's always fun. I mean, the fact that we're sitting at home and we can see what's going yeah. on and these refs are sitting there almost blindfolded is insane. So, I, I mean, I'm, again, all for whatever speeds up the dumb way that they've been doing it. So, yeah. 
That's I'm interested to great. see the split screen. Uh, let's talk some some Mayweather Mac before we uh, before we do Kyrie because I almost forgot that we had this voicemail. Uh, Blake Money Blake Weather unable to call in live tonight, but he did leave us a voicemail, so we're gonna play that for you guys because he's the man. Because yeah, because Blake is he's always got them hot takes. So this is Blake uh, giving you your weekly Mayweather McGregor update. Hey guys, it's Blake Money Blake Weather with uh, Money Blake Weather Combat Corner. Sorry, I won't be able to call in tonight and hear Scott buzz off his first Smirnoff, but let me give you the updates for the main match <laughs> uh, fight and some rumor mill news I've been hearing. Did Conor get KO'd? We're according to Jesse Vargas, Vasil Lomachenko, and Coach Dewey Cooper is yes. But Cooper is saying that KO, from what he heard, was from many months ago up to a year ago. Oh, How shit. much has Conor improved? Speaking of improvement, he did recently bring in former WBA welterweight champ Pauli Balanagi, and they began sparring yesterday. Reports from the UFC Performance Center say Conor got him. Go figure. The UFC's going to say that, right? Pauli's come out and said, so far it's just been good work. We shall see, though. Um, he's soon leaving for a Showtime boxing obligation to return the week after next and come back to Conor's camp up until fight week. Reports on Floyd's side I'm hearing is that he's been ready for the fight since last year, actually. So he was even in camp before the camp he's in now, helping the guy who's going to co-headline May Mack. His name is Gervonta Tank Davis. He is the uh, the current um, IBF super featherweight champion. So don't let the age fool you. Money team's been ready for this moment a lot longer than Connor is, who has allegedly was doing coke and groupies <laughs> between the time he got back from winning the lightweight belt up until about February. So don't know if any truth to that, but I might have pictures. Who knows? Uh, but that's it for me. Um, you know, fight news, rumor mill. Let people know where they can find me. And uh, back to you guys. I'll have a beer for you tonight. Peace. Blake, the always best, uh, the best of all the news that we ever present on this show. Oh, my God. He's so good. Uh, make sure you guys check out Blake. He, he hosts Loudmouth Boxing. He hosts the Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. And this man knows his he is, shit. So, I, yeah, he, he is, comes off as a little, you know, funny, and that's the entertainment value. He's but he's so good. He's so knowledgeable yeah. about what he does. It's uh, great. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Stevenson. Find him on Facebook. Uh, Loudmouth Boxing and uh, Loaded Joe's MMA podcast, because the dude just drops knowledge like that all the time and he is so dedicated to the videos that he's put out and like yeah. the breakdown well, he sounds he's like so a good. mcgregor or mcgregor a mayweather homer but he's he's not yes he is a big mayweather he's a fan, mayweather fan but, but it's through a lens of hey i really enjoy boxing i really respect everything that's going on and so well not only that here's what it is he also is a fan of mcgregor and he said that before where yeah. he's like i i wear green for his fights i i like mcgregor in this case McGregor's outclassed, but but in general though, just you know, so that nobody's thinking, ah, it's just Homer. It's like, yes, he's a huge Mayweather fan, but he's just a big boxing guy. It's like yeah. me being a big baseball fan, but I'm also able to take off the uh, right. Braves colored sunglasses that I wear, <laughs> you know? not the Yankee hating ones so, that I rock all the time. So two know. things Blake brought up in his in his recap this week that I I want to touch on. First off, m- the story was that McGregor got knocked out while sparring. That was the big story that dominated that this, this week. I thought that came out a week before last. It may have come out last week. Yeah, I, I feel like during the press recorded. tour. No, no, I, don't know. I think it broke. I think it broke after we had recorded. So it it mm. may have been late last week, early this week. Uh, but Blake is saying that that may have happened months ago. So it may not be as telling of a sign as people originally took. Because look, if McGregor's getting knocked out while sparring, he's probably fucked. Like 
he's got no shot against Mayweather if that's the case. Uh, there's zero doubt about that. I mean, we thought prior to that type of news. Yeah. But that that actually makes it seem even worse than, you know, we've talked about. The other story that Blake didn't talk about is that they're saying that McGregor is still training for MMA fights yes. while training Which for this crazy. match. He He's the one that said he doesn't want to spin too many plates. If he stops spinning the plates, he can win. And he's still spinning that MMA plate. Come on, Conor Mack. If you're going to fight Floyd Mayweather, I get it. He's older. He's not the same guy that he was in his prime. But he's still... He could... He's still well, not even Floyd Mayweather. It, not even going that far. It's just... Dude... If you, you wanted this fight, put yeah. all into it. If you put everything you, you've got going yeah. on the back burner. That'll all still be there just for six months, whatever, you know, right. that he's been doing the training and preparation for this fight. Just go all in. I mean, regardless of any of the other factors surrounding it, just knowing that, hey, this is what I do, and this is, this is something I've dreamed about and wanted for yeah. a while now. I'm just going to put all in. I'm just going to put everything else to the back burner. Just do that. I you mean, because it's only a one-time thing. You only you only get this one shot. There is nothing he, after you this. You think he was doing the drugs? and? Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's, an, that's I hadn't heard of, that until yeah, Blake's I know, voice. Blake, that was the first Blake time I heard that. Out there, that. And tongue-in-cheek, and he says, you know, maybe I got pictures. But I don't know. I, McGregor's so wacky that yeah. I could see something like that being true. But I, I would like... I would like to hope that he wasn't, yeah. right? I also I hope he's taking same, it seriously. It's the That's same the thing. Yeah, it's the same thing as with the training. You would hope that he's not training for both right now, right? right. I mean, right. hopefully that's wrong. I mean, hopefully these reports are just to fuck with the other side or whatever. I don't know, or, or get people jacked up in yeah. one way or the other. Hopefully there's just, just drumming up more interest in this, that he's taking this serious and that he hasn't been doing stupid shit before <laughs> since February. I mean, I, I, but I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's the craziest part. And we won't know until August 26th. You would we'll, just hope we'll be that, able to tell pretty quickly on the 26th. You would just hope that, you know, you go into the biggest job interview of your life fully prepared, right? You would hope that that's all this is. I mean, this is his biggest opportunity in his career to make the more money than he's yeah. ever made. And you'd just hope that at least he wouldn't want to embarrass himself. Yeah, you would hope so. so I, but we'll I don't see. know. I, you know, <laughs> it's like the beer. We'll see how it holds up. <laughs> I feel like that week we should just. Oh, we can't do it on a Saturday that week. Never mind. I was gonna say we should just record yeah. during that fight. We can't. We, we might even have to do the show on a Wednesday. That, that's the one we're talking yeah. about doing on Wednesday. That's gonna be rough. Yeah, maybe we, we'll we, just post early. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. We'll just post it early. It'll be our Mayweather Mac preview. Yeah. Maybe we can do a mini thing afterwards, like Sunday. Maybe. Something. Right. We can I'm figure cool something that. out. We'll I don't the, know. We'll I just get, get the kids so, together we and we'll do. come down here and podcast. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we might have to do the show Wednesday that week. And uh, obviously the fight's on Saturday, but uh, I just feel like maybe it, it deserves something else. Maybe a little yeah. special a little thing something. afterwards. Let's, let's try to get Blake on a Skype interview for that. Maybe we'll do something like that where we'll get Blake to at break the very down post-fight. Yeah, at the very least. We, we do I'm that. on board with that. All right, finally, the last thing that we had on our list for tonight is Kyrie Irving. And this just broke today and is blowing our minds. We talked about it before the show. Those of you who knows out. what we're talking about, this is insane. 
Kyrie Irving wants out of Cleveland. Yes, if you haven't heard, he apparently earlier this week talked to Cleveland management, and which that presumably is the owner because there is no GM right now. <laughs> it's it's just, just bizarre. It's just Dan Gilbert and his Comic Sans fonts. Right. He's like, so, you want out? I don't think so. Yeah, so he apparently told them he's not happy. He hasn't been particularly happy since LeBron came to Cleveland. He was on board with the move, but as soon as you know LeBron got there, he had this sense of, well, shit, this is no longer my team. I have to take a back seat to this guy. And, you know, despite them winning the championship, apparently was willing to push for the trade right after. That's the craziest part of the story that came out. It doesn't matter. No matter what, how, no matter what the timing of his thinking of I want out is, it's stupid. If he woke up yesterday and said, I think I want out. I think he was just as dumb as if he did right after the championship. It just doesn't make any sense. It's so strange to me because knowing the NBA landscape, yes, exactly. Everybody in the NBA wants in with either Cleveland or Golden State. That's like everybody's trying to figure out how to, or at least Houston. It seems to be the third team out there that that, that's the other team that's kind of trying to build to get to that. But in the East, and that's the thing that uh, one of the teams that. Kyrie said he he may want to go to, according to sources, was the Heat. It's like, why would you want to go anywhere else in the East outside of maybe Boston? Oh, Deion Waiters, man. He's been blowing up down there in South Beach. <laughs> Deion Waiters, Kyrie Irving, championship. Like, it, all right, so if you're if you're looking at going anywhere in the East, oh, shit, Blake just sense. joined, too. Oh, Blake, you just missed me. You, you just missed your calling. <laughs> you missed your segment, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining in. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, yeah, this is, is kind of weird, man. Uh, <laughs> we'll be even know. weirder if, if he called in <laughs> after he said, I can't call in this week. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know why, if you're Kyrie Irving, why you would want to go anywhere else in the East. Because you going anywhere in the East does not elevate the team to a championship caliber. We talked about this before the show. We've seen what Kyrie does when he's the man on a team. Nothing. Not, I mean. Next to Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Uh, all this and tells granted, me. No, all this tells me. All this boils down to is he doesn't care about championships. He cares more about his image and his standing within basketball, his legacy, whatever you want to call it, more than championships itself. Because if he cared about championships, he wouldn't want to break this apart. Right. Period. The fact that he's the, the list of teams that he would want would consider going to include the Knicks, the Heat. The Timberwolves, the Spurs. the Spurs, the Spurs are the only one that makes sense as yeah. far as still wanting to actually win. But going there and being, you're still number two to, to fucking, um, yep, guy. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> all, all of the Texas people is are it, like Jesus. Is it Ginobili coming worst. back too? Didn't he yeah, say Ginobili's he wants to come back? back? So it's not even a fit there. Like you're not even a, a good. Ginobili's fit. a sixth man bench guy at this point. He's not. He, he's it not, doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, I mean, he's it's not still... taking up points. But you're not worried about Ginobili. It, it would. It'd just be the the two man crew of him and Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. I can't think of. I can picture cornrows too. Also, not her. I mean, he image. should cut his hair. Yeah, he should know definitely cut was. his hair. Yeah, yeah. That's the Fiction problem. Ah, damn it! Cut your hair, boy. God damn it! Now I gotta look it up. I don't. I don't. I I am awful. This is this is totally the beer too. <laughs> as soon as you do it too, it's just like, wow, you guys are the worst sports people ever. 
to not be able to get the name of the, the one superstar player. Oh, God. By Can the we way, edit just, this out? Nope. This is funny. awful. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the MVP candidate. Yes. From this year. I'm not denying that. That's what I'm saying. I'm just having a total brain Leonard. fart. Yes. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, man. I, it, it's just a total. I can't even like make fun of you for it because I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. I'm just, nope. I just. It, it's just total one of them things where I just. Uh, Kawhi is not coming to me. But anyway, so you want to go there and team up with Kawhi? What's the point of that? You're still again. You're still to me the number two guy there because Kawhi is the MVP candidate. Right. You weren't. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just like playing with LeBron to a certain degree. But again, it's not really much of a fit because that's not how the Spurs do it. The Spurs don't do Kyrie Ball, which Kyrie right. Ball is selfish, ISO. It's former NBA Ball. He would be perfect in Allen Iverson's NBA, but that ain't how the NBA rolls right <laughs> now. Totally like, if you're trying to win, that's just not how you do it. So he was either born too late yeah, or is just Booba the Fool. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand what. What is doing here? Why, why are you trying to break something up? Again, unless you just don't care about winning. He won that ring and thought to himself, all right, now I'm just going to focus on my money and me. Well, and and I don't even know if and who wants money to play with is. That? Who, but who wants to play with that? Though? Well, and that's the thing. So it, it's, I don't even know if it's money or if it's legacy. Like, all right, I'm, I've got my ring. Now it's time for me to be the guy somewhere, and I'm going to go down as... The person but, who turned but whatever. money comes with that though. Yeah, it comes with that. I'm not that, saying that that's the sole motivation, but it's also you But know, he's getting money in Cleveland. Like he's Although not, and now that I think about it, maybe it's not about money because him turning down the chance to stay with Cleveland who can sign him to one of those crazy right, max exactly. deals and they can offer him the most money. It's, it's so it's just about it's, being the it's, guy. Yeah, it's about him Which is not worse. being in the shadow. It's almost and, worse. And he's he's already been because you're losing money and you're losing the shot for championship. God, you so dumb. It's yeah, (laughs) extra dumb. I'm picturing the meme right now of uh, that Glenn has posted so many times of what is you doing? (laughs) Oh no, baby, what is you doing, baby? It's it's so dumb. Like this is the the most I can't wrap my head about it, especially because. If Cleveland wins, yes, LeBron is 100% the guy in Cleveland. He's the the one that will get a statue outside of the queue. But it's not like people don't respect what Kyrie has done in Cleveland. And especially in the championship that they won, he he was, he was the main reason the in game shots. set. Yeah, I guess he, he was the, the guy. Yeah. I mean, I know everybody talks Which people about LeBron's kind of over- blocks. Yeah. But, oh, we're getting a call on, on the... Probably about not being able to remember Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> that was a shitty moment. Crab Fruits Force, who's this? What's up, man? It's Yanni. Hey, Yanni. What's up, man? What's up? What's up, fellas? <laughs> How are you doing, man? Doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. Pretty thank good. You, thank you for getting the ice kick started tonight. Thanks. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, no problem. Glad to finally see it. <laughs> hey. Yeah, We're man. on the delay, but are you still talking about Kyrie? Yeah, yeah still yeah, talking yeah. about Kyrie. So you think he pulled a Delonte West and slept with LeBron's mom? <laughs> and LeBron straight up kicked him off the team? 
You know what? That would be a better <laughs> that would be a better reasoning than anything we've come up with so far because we can't make it's sense of it otherwise. It, it, I don't get it. I don't get it. And if that's the case, LeBron has said he stayed out of this. He doesn't. Well, LeBron said he was completely blindsided. Yeah, he by was this. like, I didn't know this was coming. Uh, and apparently, his mom didn't know that Kyrie was coming either. <laughs> Bringing the sausage. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, hey, this is a great a, theory. A Yanni. separate question. Yeah. I don't know if you guys talked about it because I'm a little behind on episodes, but what do you think about Golden State starting to charge a seat license? I didn't know they weren't charging a seat license. I was license. just going to say. That I feel like that's time a, they didn't. That's like a regular move for so, all supposedly teams. Supposedly they're the first NBA team to charge a seat license, and it's going to average like fifteen grand. Holy shit. Well, then that's, oh, that, that's get, crazy to me because – I'm so used to the NFL give, having charged seat license for a while. Yeah, they'll give now. you your money back after 30 years with no interest, regardless of whether or not you keep the seats. Wait a second. So you pay for the seat license, right? Yeah. You get you your give you 15 get your, grand today. And in then 2047, you, you get your 15 grand back. What the fuck? So then why charge? Yeah. The yeah. Why are place? you even charging the seat license then? It doesn't even make sense. For the right for the right to buy. Your season tickets. No, I get that, but if you're going to give it back, then why are you even charging it? I mean, I get uh, maybe it's like uh, he'll be dead in thirty years. Fuck him. Yeah, we don't have I to guess pay this shit back. <laughs> Anybody that can afford this is old and on their way out. <laughs> <laughs> the, them old they white might, fuckers I mean, in row two. Do they really think they're going to be as relevant? For the whole 30 years? No, that's a good point. You bring like, up let a alone point. five years from now. I think the craziest part about this is I didn't even realize that seat licenses weren't a thing in the NBA because it's even like Notre Dame, you, you yeah, pay I was going to say, this seems like license. standard price yeah. everywhere. Like, that's, Doesn't I'd, Xavier yeah. do that now too? I think they do. Yeah. I think Xavier I think charges they started the seat with license. them the last couple of years. So there's, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the crazier part to this. I'll, I'll add this one step further though. We said... All right, so they're thinking people might die off or whatever, not end up having to pay this back. Um, I'm also thinking, so the Rockets are going up for sale, and he's <laughs> the owner has only owned the team for like 30 years. So who, who's even going to be on the hook for paying back these seat licenses? <laughs> Is it the current ownership group? Like they might not even own the team. They might sell the team. Like, hey, by the way, you've also got to pay for all these seat licenses in 30 years because we made this deal. That's extra shitty. You buy the team for this X amount of here's money, your, but there's also this hidden cost. Your assumed debt in 30 years. Good luck, fucker. That's and then extra that shitty. owner's just like, I'm selling this shit within 30 years. Yeah. Oh, when does that kick in? I'm selling the team the year before. Dude, that's crazy. So. If Fifteen thousand uh, yeah. is what you said is the seat license. Well, it it's like it, the average is fifteen thousand. Some are less, some are more. It doesn't sound like a sound investment, dude. That is, first of all, that's a fucking ridiculous seat license charge. Yeah, like I thought fifteen hundred yeah. was expensive when Notre Dame was like, right. yeah, you got to drop fifteen hundred. I was like, mm, no, I don't. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> they were like, well, you can write it off. I'm like, still no, still yeah. no. That's a hard pass no. for me. <laughs> You can write it off. <laughs> just watch it on TV. I'm good. Yeah, if I, but fifteen grand just to have the opportunity to buy season tickets is fucking insane to me. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man. Way to break some news here on the show. Hey, just trying to bring something to the table. <laughs> Appreciate it. I mean, I honestly, God, we got to know that we got fucking nothing. So thank you. <laughs> we couldn't remember Kawhi Leonard, right so that's how that's where we're at tonight. Jesus. 
right, man. Well, nice, fellas. Love what you're doing. Good talking to you. Thank Thanks, you. Buddy. Appreciate and, the call. Uh, yeah, continue on with your Kyrie stuff. All right, bud. See you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. See you, fellas. <laughs> I'm hanging out with Yanni tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were doing a Lebertard thing where they, no. they always mess with the caller, their their interviews about calling in the next day. No, man. For a week straight, or maybe it was even two weeks straight. They, it's because we've realized that we're 10 years removed from Savior. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time, bro. It is. It's a long time. Old. And I was like, hey, man, we got a bunch of kids and shit. Oh, there should I go? <laughs> let's let's get the kids. All together. right, so let's just put a bow on the whole thing. Uh, the Kyrie thing, crazy, <sighs> fucking crazy. It's so else dumb. I don't understand it. Um, whatever. Let, let's get to Fuck the end. Uh, Pat Siller just tuned in and said he missed the beer because he just tuned in. But that's well, cool because he actually timing. turned into the perfect time. Mr. We're going to consume it or can it? Because we're here to consume or can it? Consume or can it? We're going to can it or we're going to marble ultra this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Tonight's beer was Entropic Theory from Mad Tree. Um, With uh, all the apricots. Yeah, it's got apricots and orange peel and more apricots and some apricots. Uh, it's an IPA, continuing the IPA theme. Trying Did you to hit get the damn thing I'm again? Fucking, That's your second time tonight. It's because of Bill, man. He told me to not. It's too low. Oh, to put it in your, not have it yeah, in your face? it's too low, so mm. I'm fucking hitting it. You suck. It, it's Bill's fault. Anyways. Apricot that. Entropic Theory, uh, Scott, I'll let you go first, man. Consuming or canning this beer? <laughs> <laughs> it's because there's. It's gonna break a streak. We've been. We've had a good run, dude. It's been a lot of consumes. We've, lot we've, had, of a, we've consumes. had a good run. I'm like Candace. Oh, <laughs> this this is the IPA. This is why IPAs for me just don't work. Is it because it was built up? Because there's been a lot of build up. No, around time no. About this I, beer. I, I, we were excited to get it, and no, it has nothing to do with that. Because now I'm I've kind of because I feel like every time we get hyped up for beer, we get really let down. I <laughs> Braxton, look at you. <laughs> um, I. I even a couple of weeks ago, we were kind of let down by the key lime. Yeah, but we still consumed. Yes, we did. And I've told you, I've kind of had uh, consumer's remorse a little bit since then because I think back on that and I think that beer, it, I remember we said it barely came in under the Zoom and I feel like we might have sold oversold it. I, I feel like that should have been a, uh, we probably, a can. It should have been a double can. It, it should have been a can and I'm not going to make that mistake uh, this time around. I... The hype did not do anything to just. It, it, this was no uh, Citra Dog. <laughs> they did, they, nobody told me about awards. It's nobody not told me Citra Dog. You fucked ah, up. Damn it! Time. Well, at least I'm consistent. Every time. Which Pliny one is it? Pliny the Elder. Pliny the Elder. Okay, so it's not Pliny the Elder with all its awards. <laughs> I can't believe Every I still do that. I can't believe I still you do that. You consume Citra Dog. I did on board with that beer. Dog. That's weird. I don't know why. Every I do that. time, I have no idea why those two. Those two don't have any association. No, <laughs> there's no. IPAs. It's not. Yeah, there's and the, good, <laughs> the good people at such a dog are like, "Fuck you, Every keep our time. name out your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to this. I just uh, Mad Tree has this thing with me, and I just feel as if all of their beers are super hoppy. This one did nothing. To, don't go in as an IPA hater trying to drink this one. This I I just I'm not a fan. I'm going to say it definitely got hoppier as it went on. I think it first, started off and stayed the same. At first, was I was like, harsh. this isn't bad. This isn't terrible. This isn't super hoppy. I wanted then, to think that I had 
gotten over the IPA hump, but I apparently have not. Well, it definitely did get hoppier, so I can understand why you would. Ooh, yeah, and Pat, do definitely find that flesh and blood IPA from last week because that was super good. I love that. There's no. That was a very smooth no IPA. Mincing. He said, "I'm trying to find it," and yeah. I, that one, whew, I love that. But see, and this is what I said at the beginning of the show. I enjoy the IPAs that kind of offset the super hoppiness flavor. Yeah. That blood orange and the grapefruit and everything that was mixed in muted that. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing to cut the hoppiness on this, and it's this just is, harsh. This is more of a true IPA that right. we haven't done since we started our IPA IPAs. things. things. And like this, we th- have th- been... That's why I said this one still makes me feel like, yeah. nope, I haven't, I haven't Ever since... gotten over that hurdle of yeah. getting past IPAs. I, I'm not a true IPA Let guy. Let me ask yet. you this. During the week, are you drinking any IPAs? No. See, that might be the problem. I, I, you would think that, but I, I feel as if having three of something in one sitting, because if I'm drinking beer in the, during the week, I, I generally try to save up my beer drinking for this. I, I really do. I, I Maybe yeah. Saturday and Sunday, I'm, I, I drink a little bit more, but during the week, I kind of hold myself off, cleanse the, the palate for four <laughs> days. Until coming back on the show to to make sure that Meanwhile, I'm not. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, go I know. Hey, Instagram is just photos of you fucking drinking all sorts of beers. And I'm not judging. I'm not mad. I just fucking. I just don't drink throughout the week that much. I just yeah. don't. It just between scheduling and just not feeling like it. And so, but when I do, I'm like daily, I'm like, mm, is is it? Is it too early for a beer? Apricots. Can I have one right now? Apricots. I'm gonna get some apricots in this beer. Yeah. Fuck you. Anyway. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I didn't get to say what I'm going to say on this beer. But yeah, no, I'm go gonna, ahead. I'm gonna, so gonna, I'm a can. Go ahead. I'm consuming this beer. Uh, Are you? Yes, I'm going to consume it. Are it you is, regret this in a couple of weeks like we no, did with the other one? No, I don't think I am because it is it is definitely hoppier, but I think, and I, I was joking earlier when I said I'm more evolved, but I do think I'm starting to appreciate IPAs more. Because I, but I feel like I'm, I am appreciating IPAs more, but, but when not you're coming even, from a place of... I hate them completely. No, too. no, no. I, I totally understand. I, I'm not like downplaying. Like, oh, you're um, farther. I'm just saying that I'm starting to like the hop flavor more than yes. I did in the past. Yeah, it I'm used to be. It used to be. I'd taste that hop and I'd be like, "That's too fucking bitter. I don't want it." Pass. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. Give me a porter. Give me a stout. I'm done. But now I'm kind of like, oh, okay, that's. It's not as bad. Well, it's, I've I've evolved to the point of being able to finish three of them. You definitely kind well, of. kind of. You're yeah, I have an ice mixed in there. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going to consume it, especially if you are an IPA fan. Entropic Theory is a. It's definitely a good IPA. Um, that I will I will give it that credit that if you're an IPA head or if you just enjoy them in general. Go get this one because it's it's right up your alley. Yeah, and I feel like people would tell us we were being IPA bitches for fully endorsing the blood IPA, flesh and blood. blood yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's less of one. But that's just where I'm at as far as being able to yeah, consume yeah. them. No, just, no, no, we're I haven't reached that higher totally, tier. Yet. We're we're totally upfront with like we were not yeah. IPA fans going into this month. We avoided them as much as possible on right. this show. And now we're embracing the fact that, okay, we got to drink some IPAs. We got to expand that horizon. And I think I'm appreciating it a little bit earlier than you are, which is fine. And I want to, I I do want to get there because there's so many. There's a ton. And and, and 
beer aficionados swear by them. So and I, that's I the feel like I'm thing. missing out when so, I don't drink all of them. And that's why I and like, enjoy them. That's why I joked about like being more evolved because my wife tried this before we started recording and then you took a sip and you were like, no, it's fucking hoppy. I didn't think this was as hoppy on that first sip. Yeah. So I think it's starting to get to me that it's like, okay, I can handle some IPAs better than I could six weeks ago. Yanni makes a good point. Is your uh, criteria that you have to throw up when you drink it, or do you just love every beer out there? <laughs> That's what I feel like it's getting to. You I know. do consume a shitload. That's a good No, point. well, we consume a shitload, but I, I, I feel the first time that I've ever kind of been like, I totally should have canned that one, and I, did, I think I what just was, that was key on punch. a punch. Yeah, yeah, that key punch, because I wanted to like it. and I, I kind of want to amend I, I, my, my yeah. consume as well. Cause if I, you listen to that one... We, we were both, and we both admitted that it was right there on the brink of not yeah. getting consumed, but I feel like I need to issue a retraction and say that that key punch is a can. All right, so before, we'll, we'll get out of consume it or can it. Uh, one consume, one can on entropic theory. Uh, entropic theory, entropic, entropic, whatever, fuck it. Apricot. Uh, apricot theory. Uh, what, what makes a beer canned for you? Where, what is it about a beer that you're just like, Nope. Damn. That's a good question because we've discussed it many times that there aren't many beers that we've canned. Because to to me You can probably count on one hand how many that we the double cans between not even double cans between the both of us yeah. have been canned. Because it we're 58 this is episode number 58 and I would say if you count up the number of beers you've canned, the number of beers I've canned, it's definitely less than 10. Um, that's hard to say because a lot of times it's, it's on feeling too. And it'll and just hiccups. be, it's yeah, all hiccups. It's all about the hiccups. <laughs> trying, to, trying to hide that there. Yeah, I have the hiccups. Thanks a lot, Mad Tree. But no, it's tough to say because there'll be times when I, I really am. I feel like the hypeness for the beer affects it a lot too. It definitely does. Cause this man, was one that I was so pumped ever, for. And, well, I was excited about this one as far as all the IPAs we tried because I've heard so many good things about it, and we've been trying this one. And I feel like, ah, oh, this was taking the training wheels off. And I, I, yeah. I, I feel like this got to the – you took the training wheels off and you still bit the dirt. You weren't quite ready. <laughs> Put the training wheels back on. Go back to an, a, a comfortable – Yeah, <laughs> go back to a comfortable IPA and <laughs> give it a try in a, a few more weeks. So that that's where I'm at with this one. But – to get to that, it's it's a feeling and it's a it's a mood because sometimes there's just been the, on the just thinking about the cans we've done and and what the the can that sticks out in my mind the most is is the black raspberry the Braxton oh yeah we were it, it we was were it was hyped it was hyped yeah and you had two different ones on the market you had Mad Trees cacao, cacao. Yeah. that that was the exact same thing but didn't get nearly the hype. And then yeah. you had Braxton's collaboration with Graders, and I just thought for sure that Braxton was going to be so good, and I heard so many good because things about it. Because they collabed. It. You're right, and it had the name, all, and it go in, and then had Rubus Cacao off the show, just completely separate of it, because I kept hearing how much better it was. You're welcome. But thought, yeah. <laughs> thought, well, okay, uh, and... It ended up being way better. Dude, I, I bought so many more. I would never buy Braxton again. It was one that we had. On, and that's the one that sticks out of my mind. So it's, I think, okay, what made that one suck so bad? It was the hype, and it was 
it was the fla- oh, the overall flavor. It was the fact that I just couldn't get through all of them. Yeah, which this one doesn't even have that. I the hype ne- factor not nearly as much as it was. It had a little. bit. I was excited. Yeah, for it, this it, one. it had a little excited. bit. I did. I did surprise you with it because we yeah, were trying to did. find it, and so the, the unavailability of it hyped it up a little bit more. So there was that, but it just it, it was the flavor throughout. And this one, unlike I thought the. I actually thought that the greater one got worse as you went on. Dude, that was got, brutal. It, it was, that was a brutal It was beer. worse to drink the more you did. This one stayed consistent. It just, from the f- the first sip on, sometimes beers change and you come around to them. Yeah. Sometimes they get worse and you're just like, you know, have, you know, Braxton, you're just like, I'm just not going to get through these. These just suck. This one, okay, well, maybe it'll change. It never did. It just stayed at a place where I thought... <laughs> It's below the Mendoza line. It never, <laughs> it, it never got above two hundred. There it is to, to make a sports reference. Or it said, never got, it never got above the so Mendoza basically line. Basically, for you in traffic theory, it was batting a one ninety six. Yeah, it will even go one ninety eight. It was batting a one ninety eight and just never could quite get over there. And it just, oh, it stayed shit. right there. And so I, it stayed the same throughout. And I just. Wasn't feeling it from the get go, and it never changed. So I just, see, I, I and I and I'm kind of the same way. Like, I, it, it's definitely a feel when it comes to whether or not I want to consume it or can it. I can probably tell within the first beer because I don't. I try to normally that first sip. I'm like, nope, not on board. But I'm like, I'm gonna power through. You've done that a lot, but I can tell you from my just beer, I. I do not let my influence. I I don't let the first sip right. influence and me that's because what I've, we've I'm had so many beers past. that from the first sip, oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah. And the next thing you know, whoo, this beer sucks. That's why I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to reset myself because I so, don't want to because I want to be like after the first beer I can tell it. Yeah, I was going to say to go back to your original question, I can usually tell by the end of the first one. Yeah, where my mind is at. The second one can change it potentially. But by by two, I definitely I yeah, know you know, and then by the third one, it's like I either have to. And if people are watching, to, if people are watching this, you can tell you can exactly, tell by yeah. how much, it, and you can tell where I'm at because this is three. You, it, I actually give myself away like there. Yeah, when you're listening to the show, you can't see the speed at which I'm drinking this and smearing off or not. This one is just one that I drank slower because I just wasn't feeling it. Two brushes. Plus a mouthwash tonight. I'm fucking for sure. That's thing. <laughs> this thing is going to fucking linger. I'm going to apologize to Cheryl right now for this one. Yep. Two brushes and a mouthwash if you're going to have entropic theory. Uh, this has been another marathon episode. We ended up going a, a long time tonight. So thank you guys for sticking around with us, hanging out. We really appreciate it. For a record, I finished all three. Proud of you, man. I am super proud of you. Holy shit. Uh, as always, you can find the show on Twitter at Craft Sports. You can follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. That's the only Twitter account you can follow with an underscore. Don't follow any other Katy Perry related accounts with underscores or any shows. Period that have an underscore. You can follow. You can follow Bamani. Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I wouldn't count Bamani, Bamani, but uh, yeah. yeah, to follow Bamani because he's awesome. Yeah, at ScottyK underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Berlon. As always. Uh, you can hit up the drunk line whenever we go live. You can hit it up whenever. 44037drunk. Uh, leave a message if you want. Like you Blake. Can, Thanks. Yes. Shout out to Blake. Yeah, I really appreciate that, man. Um, find us on 
iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever I, uh, wherever podcasts are. <laughs> wherever <laughs> you're available. Now you're trying to take over the show. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. I went the whole show and didn't even mention that. I know you didn't. Apricots, we out. <laughs> Cheers. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.